This is a Danger Entertainment podcast. DangerEntertainment.net. Danger Entertainment Podcast Network. Please note that any comments, jokes, questions, maybe, anything that we say on the History of Bad Ideas is all in good fun. And remember, we insult everybody. Our thoughts, opinions, questions, anything else, actions that we do on the show do not reflect any of our employers, organizations, advertisers, or anyone else that is associated with the history of bad ideas. And remember, at the end of the day, it's just a joke. History of Bad Ideas, episode number 325. I'm Jason. I'm Jeff. I'm Blake. There we go. We're all here by Skype uh, because of some type of thing going on. NFL free agency. That's what it was. We have free agency fever. Woo! I'm watching free agency 24-7. (laughs) <laughs> because there's nothing else on. Because <laughs> there's nothing else on. Thank God for the NFL. Do you think uh, ESPN's just jizzing themselves because of this? Oh, thank God we got sports. <laughs> no, they're playing old basketball games and shit. I don't want to watch that. Yeah, they, they are. Well, I don't want to watch. <laughs> I don't want to watch new basketball games, so that doesn't bother me at all. <laughs> Good call. I, I, I do have a question though, like mm-hmm. the uh, talk show stuff, like Jim uh, Rome or. Or uh, the herd; those guys weren't on this afternoon. Did they close down recording because they had shitty, shitty sports on today instead of the talk shows? What they have on? Uh, like a LXFL game. What? And some and some Butler Villanova game from somewhere. You know what makes it worse is that they're playing an XFL game and have and the season was uh, cut short, so the games don't even matter. It's not like you're playing an NFL game that was an important game to the season. <laughs> yeah, I know it's worse because they don't even matter. It might have been XFL from ten years ago. Ooh, no, no, no! It was like a couple weeks ago. There was no oh, okay. me. <laughs> no. So yes, so we are here. And uh, we are we're podcasting because de- we're defying the eyes and soldiering on. That's right. In this That's right, because I'm not going to let this virus tell me what to do. Fuck yeah. Take so, control of my own destiny. We're social distancing and uh, staying 600 feet apart. Um, well, actually, probably more than that. Blake and I are 50 miles apart. <laughs> Jeff and I are probably like 20 miles apart. 15. Yeah. So we're doing our part in the world. 
Um, on the positive, we will touch on it a little bit, how this affected us a little bit. But mostly, going forward, I think uh, it's a good thing to do a positive topics. And we can still talk all geek stuff in that. But I'm talking, like, not try to do, uh, go into how shitty the world is right now. So we can talk about it a little bit. But I think from now on, people tune in and want to break from the shit that's going on. Oh, well, you ruined every single one of my talking points. No, no, we can talk, like I said, for a little bit. <laughs> I'm kidding. I don't <laughs> want to talk about that shit anymore. There you go. Uh, Jeff, it sucks, though, because you don't have any trivia or anything, right? I don't. My trivia nights are not happening. Ugh. Isn't there, like, some online trivia things you can do? Oh, there are, and I know there's a lot of people within the trivia community doing a lot of Twitch things and whatnot. So I'll wait. I'll find that out tomorrow, which is my normal trivia day. So, Do you get on Twitch? I've got on Twitch a couple times to watch a couple of different things. but Okay. Okay. Um, you know what, though? It's not all bad in the world. Because, um, uh, didn't we, uh, it's nice because now Hollywood is changing things up and Blake, you're always are on the forefront of pop culture. So, uh, and you always stay, uh, we always talk about how everybody copies us and Blake, didn't I tell you three weeks ago that the movie service, the movie industry should just stream all their new movies to a captive audience, Blake? Skype must have lost him. We don't want him anyways. Anyways, so Jeff, <laughs> sorry, Blake. But Jeff, we talked about this, how The Hunt did not have, uh, how The Hunt was struggling. And I told, said a couple weeks ago, it's pointless to put new movies out unless you stream them because you're going to have a captive audience for the next three weeks. And that is what Universal is doing. Um, so that's kind of nice. Uh, they're yeah. coming, they're coming out Friday with the Invisible Man. Uh, they're coming out with uh, the Hunt and Emma. I don't know what that is. Do you know what that is? Uh, I, I haven't heard it unless it's based off of the uh, uh, what's her name book, uh, Jane Austen book. Oh, okay, okay. Hello, Blake's back. Hi, I'm, Blake. I, uh, I'm back. <laughs> Blake, we're talking about how Hollywood copied our idea and put their movies that are in theaters streaming to uh, TVs now. Yeah. What's how do you like that? that? Shit? Well, that's pretty cool. Too bad I really don't want to go see anything. <laughs> well, here's the issue. Uh, I wanted to see The Hunt. I didn't get out there to see it. Now I'm debating. Do I want to spend $20 to see this at home? <laughs> Oh, they're going to want to charge you 20 bucks at home to watch it? $20 for a 48-hour service. Of course they're going to charge you to watch it. They're not giving it to you for free. Uh, but yeah. you know what, though? If you have a family, like for, I have a family of five total. For us to go to the movies, like the, even the cheap ones, it's 35 to 40 bucks. And that's not counting food. So Trolls 2 is being released in theaters and on the streaming service the same day, April something, 6th or 10th. And I'm like, well, not that I want to see Trolls, uh, Trolls 2, but I'm like, that's a pretty smart service. For $20, I save money, and my kids get to watch it. 
Oh yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, why aren't they charging like twelve or fifteen? He's like, well, twenty makes sense because they want to try and upcharge people in households. Yeah, yeah. With that price, everyone in the household gets to see it. Me being single, that doesn't help me at all. No, it doesn't. Unfortunately, nobody in my household wants to see the hunt. <laughs> not even my wife. She's like, no, I'm not watching that. So now I have oh, to, you can that? stay up late and watch it yourself. I know, but then I got to pay twenty bucks for it instead of paying seven if I went to a matinee. So I'm de- uh, and so, but it's a genius move. It really is. Um, I'm hoping more uh, movies uh, or movie studios start doing this. The only issue is that the only film that was supposed to come out in the next couple of weeks was Trolls 2. Nothing else was on uh, re- due for release. Well, Fast and Furious 9. Was that this year? I believe so. And the James Bond. So those were it, all due out in April? I think they're, the, all of their uh, releases are being pushed back because of this. Well, I mean, don't call me a journalist or anything, but that's what I thought. Yeah, I definitely know the uh, James Bond movie was pushed back because of this. Okay. And I know um, today, right before we went on, Regal, AMC, and another movie theater, like another movie theater chain, all closed up uh, starting oh, tonight. Did they? Yeah. So, um, what's the one that we usually go to, Jeff? By your house is that uh, Cinemark? Is that Cinemark? I don't think they have yet. I don't think they have. So, because well, and you figure it probably makes sense too. Because if nothing comes out for the next three weeks, what's the point? You're not going to go see. I mean, poor Onward yeah. has no shot. Yeah. yeah, that's the thing. Is I do kind of want to see Onward. Uh. No, but I think it's pretty good. You, you're forced to adapt. You got the technology to do it. I mean. I'm being forced to telework now for three straight weeks, and you know, mm-hmm. pending what's going on after that. So yeah, why why wouldn't the movie uh, movie cinema say, okay, let's do this, keep the movies going out, and uh, yeah, pay you twenty bucks for uh, streaming or or hook up with somebody, you know, like HBO Go or or whatever else yeah. is going on. Because they got Disney Plus is uh, releasing early releasing Frozen two. Yep, this past weekend Frozen two came out. Um, yeah. Which was four or five days early in a three in terms of buying. Oh no no no! I'm sorry. It was three months early because uh, it was supposed to go to Disney Plus uh, mm-hmm. in a couple months. Uh, and they also released um, uh, Rise of Skywalker, the Star latest Star Wars film, uh, early on digital mm-hmm. release on Friday this past Friday instead of uh, today. Yeah. Of course, then you would have to buy Rise of Skywalker. Ugh. <laughs> So, but you know what? Disney's being smart about it. Fucking put it out there. They said uh, this weekend, this coming weekend, there's going to be a rise of sixty percent to the streaming networks of uh, viewership. So, oh, of course, because everybody's got to do. Yeah, they're closing down all the social venues, and you can't get in groups larger of ten or fifty now. So, yeah, everybody's being forced to be homebodies, which is. Which is going to be a tease for our number or our top five this week. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, have you guys watched anything since we're secluded? I my life hasn't changed yet. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I haven't. My my routine has still been the same. It will start tomorrow when I miss trivia. <laughs> That's the difference that I've been through so far. So. <laughs> 
<laughs> I, oh my gosh. I think I think it was up on our Facebook page at the History of Bad Ideas. Uh, I think it was on our Facebook page that uh, yeah, no nobody on this show has had their lives changed much from being in quarantine. It just seems like our whole life has been quarantined. <laughs> this doesn't change anything. Yeah, I was at the sideways glance uh, Muppet that you put up there when yeah. you realized your lifestyle is <laughs> called quarantine. <laughs> Like I said, I've been, I've, I was, I was quarantining before it was popular. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, I, I think we stayed in this weekend, and it drove me insane. Does and, it? Uh, but I, but I did. Yeah, it does. Okay. I went to the Home Depot. I got something. I went to the gym. Uh, and then, uh, you know, I was able to. Then, um, then we're ordering dinner out every night to try and keep the small independent restaurants, uh, going. Close. So I'm gonna try and keep pumping money in that way and today since my gym is closed and i exercise i went there's a small hiking trail i went and uh, walked around it five times in an hour (laughs) just to try and just just to try and just to get out of the house and i'm like well i'm out in the open air you know um you know it's uh my wife is um not working either because they uh closed uh, she works at the libraries, so they close the libraries. So, um, it, mm-hmm. so she basically has the kids at home, and she's like, "I don't want to homeschool them, but I'm going to have to <laughs> because at this point they're not reopening the schools." So, yeah. she she realized quickly after the first two days, "Oh, they need a schedule because my kids don't do well without a schedule." That's right. Um, are the did, are the schools sending things home like this is where where you're supposed to be learning and stuff like that? I don't know yeah, about supposed every, to be distance learning, aren't they? Well, here's the thing. So I don't know how every school is doing. I can tell you my experience is that uh, this week is supposed to be a five bre- five day snow break. They're using the snow days for this week because we didn't use any. And then next week is technically spring break. And then the following week they have a packet. Uh, my son. Uh, is nine and he has 45 pages of uh, work to do. So they said uh, basically that third week you, you can start schooling. Obviously we're going to start it earlier just to so that he doesn't have that much to do then. But basically the 45 pages they said is a two week thing because they're expecting it to be longer. So they you can either print it off online right now or they can um, you can pick it up at the school um, by the window or whatever, um, you know, in a couple weeks. So, um, yeah. So there's stuff out there. They're definitely doing because they have to. Otherwise, they're you know, they got to hit a certain amount of days. They have to go. So, um, but yeah. <laughs> and then I'm working from home too, indefinitely. So we'll see how that goes. But I've enjoyed it. I don't have to get up and take the bus or get into at the butt crack of dawn. So it's kind of nice. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I did ca- ca- uh, watch One Child Nation. Um, have you guys heard this? I think it was up for an Oscar two years ago. Um, uh, this is about China's one one child policy. Yes, yes. And um, it was about a woman that was uh, born in China and came over here to live uh, when she was twenty, I think. And she never really looked into the history of the one child rule. And who? Man, is that a uh, that is that depressing? Uh, basically, they did it because uh, back in the seventies, because China's government said, "Hey, if we don't institute a one-child rule, everyone's going to starve to death. We don't we don't have enough food." 
So they did this, and it just shows like how brainwashed and indoctrinated this theory was in to uh, implanted into everybody from songs and you know commercials and TV shows and advertisements and um, you know how basically they they grew up with this and they thought it was okay. Well, they don't tell you about like the documentary goes back to China and they start talking to some of these people like that basically not to get too graphic, but they were aborting babies at eight and nine months. Um, you know, they were doing four. Oh, yeah. What's that? Oh yeah. The, uh, female babies, especially. Yes. And then they were just, it was disgusting. They were dropping them off in the, uh, in the junk, in the trash yards. No, you know, and, uh, they were showing, um, you know, how the women were forced sterilized. Um, you could have uh, two kids, but it was out in the countryside, like far away from the cities, and you had to wait five years, and you had to get permission from the town elder or the town mayor, basically, uh, the village mayor, actually, because uh, they were small villages. But it was depressing. I mean, you saw these people, this one lady's like, yeah, I probably, abor-, uh, you know, they go back and they talk to her, and she's like, I, I was doing my, my duty as a, a government official. You know, she aborted tens of thousands of babies at eight and nine months. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I had to, that was my job. I feel, I don't feel remorse. I did I did what I needed to do. It's like, Jesus. Like, and then mm. they talked to another person that she's like, I feel horrible about it. Cause I, she did the same thing. And now she's doing, um, she's uh, working with people that are, uh, have fertility problems. And she has her walls lined with all the baby, the babies that she helped bring into the world. And she's like, I'm just trying to make it right of what I did. So you see the two different ends of the spectrum. And, you know, it, the, the humorous, I guess you, you could say, is that they did this because they wanted to save money, all this money, and not Ooh. have people starve to death. But at the end of the day, after 30-something years, they literally only saved $130 million, like, as a country. Yeah. Oh, it's kind of it's interesting too because when when we start talking about the uh, carbon exchanges in regards to like the Paris Accords and and all that kind of stuff, one of the things China brings up is, well, we instituted population control, so that's our uh, contribution to mm-hmm. <laughs> saving 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 the earth. And you're just like, oh my gosh, they and, believe this. And the okay. sad thing is, they do they have more smog and pollution over there than ever. <laughs> so it's oh like, yeah, it's horrible. But their, their point is it'd be a lot worse if they didn't institute the child. And now you can do two child or you can have two kids. And they sh- in 2015, they ended the one child. Now they can do two. And it literally is humorous to see like their songs about, you know, we want one child is better for the country. Now it's like we can have two children. It's better for the country. They can have a brother or sister. <laughs> they literally are changing the words like two words just to get, you know, no, two kids is better than one. <laughs> Because they yeah, realize that the elderly is going to be, you know, they're not going to have anybody work these, work these, uh, work the businesses anymore. Well, the sad part is, yeah, when they're in a culture where, you know, the the children will then take care of the parents when the parents are elderly. Mm-hmm. Well, so when you only have one child, that one child has to take care of both parents. Mm-hmm. And if that child is lucky enough to find a spouse, then there are four parents that they're responsible for. And the fact of the matter is, like you said, they uh, they weren't keeping female babies, so the men are 
probably what outnumber the the women like two to one. Mm-hmm. So half the men there there won't even be women for the men to marry. Well, they were talking about how a lot of the uh, female uh, ki- babies were put up for international uh, adoption because the China f- the government found out that you can make money at that because they were selling the babies basically for twenty thousand uh, dollars to America and in uh, other countries. Fuck too. yeah. <laughs> And other countries. And so now, and a lot of them, like when the people went to adopt, the parents went to adopt, the, the adoptive parents, they didn't realize that they were basically left on the side of the road, these babies, or in the markets. Um, I mean, they would leave female uh, babies in the marketplace, and they would die if nobody took them, which happened a lot. And uh, so the adopted parents are basically getting told now 20 years later like yeah the the families really didn't have much say in it or you know this is why they were you know put into foster care and it, it really was staggering and then like said when when they said that they only saved 130 million over 30 years i'm like they spent more on that on the marketing of getting people to only have one kid. <laughs> and they spent that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, so you didn't break even on that end of it. <laughs> so um, it's on Amazon. It's a really good documentary. Uh, it's called One Child Nation. So, yeah, t- uh, take a look. I believe it was up for an Oscar. Um, and I'll double check that later. But, yeah, it's, uh, that, that was the big one that we watched this week. Uh, Blake, you see anything? Uh, yeah, actually, I was uh, pretty pretty ecstatic on Stars. Uh, they're actually playing the old Repo Man from 1984, Emilio, <laughs> Emilio Estevez. Yeah, Emilio Estevez, 1984. Uh, people who aren't familiar with the movie, it's a quirky comedy. It's a uh, a small independent B movie that's um, written by written directed by Alex Cox, who's he's a kind of a, a interesting. Uh, cat himself and this is when uh michael nesmith from the monkeys was producing b movies <laughs> yeah and so it so yeah this was uh so yeah this has got old harry dean stanton in it uh emilio estevez and his you know pre uh, i think uh, breakfast club it's got tracy uh walter um and uh you know other guys like tom finnegan and stuff so if you've never seen it it is a it's probably got one of the best punk soundtracks uh, for a movie that you'll ever come across. You know, a uh, movie does doesn't age well in some aspects. That's the only problem. You know, I think if, if some people watched a couple mm. of uh, scenes in this movie, they would be, you know, triggered or offended by some stuff. And but uh, it's actually really funny because I I, I love the, the the comedy that's in there and the one liners are really. Are, are really good so mm-hmm. if you're paying attention to the comedy and you like offbeat shit it, the plot is just weird but it's just it's supposed to be you know but yeah tracy was a walter you know talking about you know just think about this sometimes you'll think of plate or shrimp and then somebody says plate or shrimp <laughs> and he's just giving his philosophy on life and uh and that's when Otto Emilio is like, Hey, so you uh did a lot of acid in the hippie days, or Miller is like but then later in the couple scenes, you know, they're on a telephone uh booth outside of a restaurant and there's a big sign and there's like special plate of shrimp, you know, six ninety nine. That's pretty funny, I guess. But So does it but hold yeah, up? So, it, it it holds up if you like uh, some nostalgia and you like okay. some old punk rock music. But um there it, it 
like I said, it's offbeat comedy, and you're either going to like it or you're going to hate it. But uh, there are some things in the movie that, you know, some scenes that uh, people nowadays would be like, oh, I'm offended. You know, and you're like, all right, whatever. You know, keep going. It's 1984. Remember where it came from. Uh, I was watching a friend. Well, I didn't. Well, I was watching. I had it on in the background when I was working today. Friends, uh, the TV yeah. show, and I'm not going to say just because it can get people upset. But like the one, car- uh, Joey goes for a part in a play, and the lady goes, oh, "Are you playing the? Uh, are you here to audition for the part of the R uh, brother?" <laughs> and it's the R word, and you're just like, uh-huh. "What?" And I looked up. I'm like, I, you know, and again, I'm not. It doesn't take a lot to. It takes a lot to offend me. So I looked up. It was just odd. Like I didn't expect to hear that. <laughs> like in this day and age, you don't hear that. And TBS played it. I was shocked. I, I'm surprised they didn't beep it out. Yeah. So uh, yeah. It's, so it's, it's, it's so it's it's pretty interesting. What I like to do is when I see the old movies like this, and I'm like, oh yeah, let me go. Uh, you know, go read the you know like the movie trivia from IMDb.com and all that kind of stuff. And I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. I forgot. You know, all the all the repo men are named after beer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and uh, all the all the food and drinks and stuff in the movie are all generics. And, you know, it's like satire on how, you know, the, all the generics were, you know, taking place, you know, taking over in the 80s. And, you know, mostly because you're coming out of the horrible economic time there in the late 70s and all that kind of fun stuff. So, but, yeah, if you're a punk rocker, you know, the – it's a uh, good punk soundtrack. Uh, Jeff, you, have you watched anything? I know it hasn't changed your life much, but have you watched yeah. anything recently? Uh, no, not since yeah, not since last week. Because I've actually had things to do with my life. Mm-hmm. Not really, but <laughs> well, but yeah, I am looking. Tough guy. <laughs> I am looking up your One Child Nation. It did not. It was not nominated for an Oscar. It was not. Okay. No. It well, it was I suppose just came out last year. Uh, it was nominated for a bunch of film fest awards. It has forty five award nominations and nine wins, but most of those are like uh, you know, this film fest or that film fest. I think the Phoenix it won best documentary and some Phoenix film fest, things like that. <laughs> it would have been funny if you said forty five nominations, no victories. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> um, I did. Uh, je- or I did not get caught up on Westworld. Uh, I have not ordered HBO oh. yet, um, but it's okay if you want to talk about it. I'm going to order it this week. I just have not had a chance to. Um, okay, cool. I'll put it this way: I watched it mm-hmm. first episode. There's not a whole lot to talk about. Okay. Okay. Because you don't know exactly what's going on. It's 2058. It- it's it's pretty much setting things up, but not a whole lot happened. Well, they're they're introducing main characters. Yeah, and you're getting a lot of uh, retro background information as things are happening in the now. Yeah, they're, they're, I mean they're setting up what things are going to be going on, but I mean it's like Dolores is trying to get control of stuff in the real world. And you're yeah. meeting uh, Aaron Paul's character, uh, Caleb. Yeah. Which is which is kind of cool. In the future, there's this app. It's like, uh, you know, to make some money, motherfucker. And it's basically yeah. an app, app where you pick illegal activities and you go do them. It's almost like Grand Theft Auto. It's like, hey, 
uh, if you want to make a quick 1200 here, meet these people at this time and uh, blow the front of this ATM and get this money out and make a drop here. And when you complete it, it's like, yeah, you completed it. They, they'll like, like credit you $1,200. Congratulations. <laughs> it's pretty funny. The Caleb, that's where the Caleb character's coming in. <laughs> but, uh, and I, and I think, you know, as, as we're, you're, we're moving on, uh, she, yeah, you're right. You're trying to figure out what her main objective is. I think her main objective is to ultimately find out what's going on with the programming and, and all that. But then she sets, you know, she sets uh, Bernard on his, oh, yeah. to try yeah. to stop her because, She's like, well, that's his role. That's what he's supposed to do, you know. And and uh, at the very end, you get you finally come across Maeve, and she's in, well, a, a different yeah. world at the point in time where she's just awakening again. And you're like, what's going on? So, so you don't know how she got there or what's going on. Yeah. But, uh, but it is setting some stuff. There's some pretty cool futuristic things that I like. It is kind of is it is definitely stylish and it does set an atmosphere. But uh, I, I was very skeptical going into it because, you know, it, it's not like the first season in the original or, you know, intent, you know, but, uh, you know, it's, it's Nolan. It's Jonathan Nolan. And he and his uh, buddy writer basically said, yeah, we, we've been planning or it's not a reboot. We've been planning to, to do this in season three from the beginning. It's kind of like, all right, well. I give it a chance, and I, I'm at least intrigued after the first episode. I'm going to stick around and see what happens. Do you think it's yeah. – and I haven't seen it yet, so bear with me, but do you think it's yeah. future world? Do you think they're still in the park? No. Well, okay. I don't think they're – yeah, That's true, but there is a scene that's in there with one of the other uh, minor characters that you meet – yeah, uh, from the, one of the guys that she's leeching on to, mm-hmm. and he brings out this thing of a theory that we're all actually kind of like in a game within a game. That's we're like, true. You know, he did say that. <laughs> like we're in a reality within a reality, and that's that's the that's the con. Hmm. And uh, so, but it, maybe they are. Yeah, you're right. So it it is kind of interesting. So we'll see what happens when Dolores left. At the end of the second season, when she, you know, took the boat or whatever she was doing, I thought yeah. the first thing I thought was she's going to future world. She thinks it's the real world, but it's a, it's another park. It's future world. Uh, have they shown the Nazi world, the World War Two world, or one? I, I don't want to break the surprise for you yet, Jason. Okay, okay. It's not really a surprise. I, I saw it in the commercial. It <laughs> well, I, that's, I, I that's, tell you what. Maeve, when you see Maeve, you're, you're going to be surprised. How's that? <laughs> well, he won't now. <laughs> maybe. Or, do they maybe. go back maybe. to the uh, Bangladesh world or wherever they were at? <laughs> with the no. Top? Oh, thank you. Uh, you don't know where Bernard is. Bernard, it looks like he's in something that's known as like mainland China. Okay. Yeah. So, and he he's, you know, he's been hanging on the download. And he's been like trying to double check himself to make sure that Dolores hasn't been fucking with his memory. So it's kind of cool that he goes through this little uh, ritual thing to verify that he is who he is. And he's trying to maintain the fact that he is who he is. And there's a funny scene where he goes into ass kicker mode. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like, I'm going to program ass kicker mode. <laughs> he's like, try not to hurt them too much. And then he kicks some ass and then he kick clicks out of it. And he's like, oh, shit. <laughs> so is it one timeline? Is it one timeline, you think, right now? 
it looks like uh, we you don't know it, you don't know yeah you don't know but it looks like it but i mean there hasn't been like one character in two different places so okay i mean so, you're not sure maybe bernard is at a different time than than uh dolores, dolores but we don't know okay. that 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 is correct and and when you're introduced to uh caleb you know he's like he's like some kind of uh former soldier or whatever who's got some kind of ptsd and he's in a constant treatment and so what's interesting at least what we know about the future or what we think is future world or what we think is the the reality of now it's like uh, there's there's a lot of uh references to you know how not just it, it, it life is rigged and the people that have the money are winning the game because it's rigged in their favor hey so you can get into some social political statements in regards to you know the underlying theme of this right mm-hmm. so he's obviously you're in the future everything's great and hunky dory but you still have people that are disaffected you know poor you know not benefiting from the system and you have these insanely rich people that are running everything so it's like I, now. Yeah, I, I well, yeah. Uh, obviously, it's going to be a social commentary. Uh, yeah. I, that's what I'm thinking. It's like I hope this isn't like future world. For the simple fact of the matter is, yeah, like Caleb got, I suppose, the shit end of the straw. If he, you know, this is, oh, I'm going into this world, you know, to blah blah blah, and you have to be like a laborer day in and day out. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> well, but, I suppose I can do these illegal activities. I'm like, where's the fun in that? I mean, who the hell is signing up for that future world? Um, yeah, like, but oh. but in that scene, it's part of the con, you know, that people don't realize, that, you know. But well, that's the thing, though, that it, it it's not like it's an amusement park. It's more of a the Matrix where you're stuck in something that you know you're you don't want to be part of necessarily. Correct, and and there is a, a hint that a lot of people are accepting or being subjugated, or how would we say, uh, sublimed. I don't know, um, by by uh, taking these artificial uh, memory or artificial stimulant things, almost kind of like drugs, you know, for mm. for placating. But but they're like little uh, uh, computer program memory chips or things, and. And so you see people like putting these discs in their mouth uh, to, you know, for whatever things to help them or placate them or, or whatever. And it's apparent somebody says, why, why aren't you hooked up? And he's like, I, I don't want that. I don't want I don't want to do that. So uh, there is this so there's this other like thing about technology is being used to uh, as a drug as a drug to dope the masses, too. So there's a lot of stuff going on. And they're setting up a lot. And Marshawn Lynch is in it. Yes, I saw oh, that yeah. commercial. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is, is he the guy with the uh, the T-shirt that's yes. getting amused and then the angry? You know, when yeah. his uh, emotions change? Yeah, it's pretty funny. So he's basically playing himself. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's pretty much. <laughs> uh, so here's some news. No, uh, no acting involved there. He's just there. <laughs> Does he make a comment? You should have given me the, me the ball on the gold line. I could have done it. <laughs> it's all right, Marshawn. Let it go. Uh, season three premiere of Westworld uh, on Sunday was da- was viewed by 901,000 people live on live TV, which is down 57% from the season two premiere of 2.1 million on live TV. 
That's a huge drop off in one season. Well, and you also wait two years to put it out. Correct. Mm-hmm. But and then again, who still watches things live? Well, that's what they said. Overall, so far, now this was as of yesterday, 1.7 million viewers watched it, including digital platforms. Yeah, I mean, because, yeah, I watched it. Yeah, so it almost doubled, right? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it was what, it came on at 9 o'clock? I mean, I probably streamed it on uh, Amazon at, like, 10.30, but here's the one issue. Per, for comparison, Season 2 averaged 9.2 million viewers per episode across all platforms. So Season 1 averaged 13.2 million per episode. That's a whole lot. So, but then again, you also have to figure, figure out, you know, it's kind of like our podcast. We get a good number the first day, and then it, you know, we get more. We get people throughout the week that listen. Not everybody listens, or in this case, yeah. watches the very first day. Yeah, I suppose what they say, live plus seven, is the mm-hmm. important number nowadays. Because you got me, in all honesty, that's going to buy it this, going to get HBO this week, and I'm going to watch it this week. But until then, you know, I just haven't. It's, I'm going to get it probably uh, Friday or Saturday night, so I can watch the uh, first episode and then get into the second one. <laughs> So, mm-hmm. um, we did have a Twitter poll of the week. You can follow us at Bad Ideas on Twitter, Bad Ideas Podcast. Uh, on Twitter, we had what is the best outbreak film? Uh, since, you know, everything going on, we had Contagion with Mad Damon. We had Outbreak with Dustin Hoffman and a monkey. We had uh, World War Z and 28 Days Later. Uh, can I. Can I vote for 28 Days Later? You sure can. You sure Thank can. You. Of those, I would vote for 28 Days Later. Um, yeah. Although technically, I should vote for Outbreak, since it asks for the best Outbreak film. The one with that as its title the, is the best Outbreak film. These films were picked because these are the most downloaded films about Outbreak in the last two weeks. <laughs> oh, okay. Most downloaded so, virus films. <laughs> so people have already voted. We're just trying to pick the top four out of what everybody's downloaded. Yes. <laughs> for your favorite. Because right. I'm, I'm voting other. Which one was yours? Sean I'm voting for the Andromeda strain. Ah. Okay. Uh, Blake, would you vote for the arrival? Is that end of the world? Oh, God. <laughs> uh, Why do you bring that up? That's a love chick's, love, chick's love story masquerading as a sci-fi movie. But the squids. The circles. It's a giant, it's a giant dupe. In <laughs> uh, last place was Contagion at 10%. Everybody loves seeing Gwyneth Paltrow die. Uh, in second, in third place, World War Z at twenty four percent. That movie has gotten a lot of love recently, and I don't understand why. It's not a good film. I don't understand why. I didn't like it. No, I didn't. Watch I didn't it. think it was that good. I thought, uh, yeah, I did not like it at all. Uh, and winning thirty, well, now thirty eight percent to twenty nine, twenty eight percent. Twenty eight days later, over outbreak. Yeah. Uh, 28 Days Later was a good film. Very good film. Um, I like Yeah, I liked it. I haven't seen Outbreak in a long time. I feel like it wouldn't hold that's, up well. That's the one with Killian, right? Uh, uh, Outbreak is yeah. uh, Rene no, Russo. About, no, 28 Days Later. It's oh, Killian. Killian yes, Murphy, yes. yes. Yeah, Killian Murphy and uh, a good soundtrack. 
Yes, because I actually, I actually, I actually have a couple of uh, songs downloaded from the Twenty Eight Days Later just because I liked it. Um, real, real quick, uh, Randall Holt. Because uh, here's the thing, guys, uh, listeners, um, for next couple weeks, send in your questions to us at Bad Ideas Podcast. It started today. Uh, we asked for happy things to talk about, happy topics. Um, doesn't have to be all feel good, but like outside of the shitty world, like we talked about in the beginning. So send in those thoughts. Randall Holt had something. He said, can we give props to the wrestling community for still fighting through this and providing entertainment because they are now doing empty seat at shows on TV on Raw, SmackDown, NXT, and AEW. Um, they're basically wrestling in front of nobody. <laughs> so um, part of that yeah. part of that is because their network deals say you need to show a new episode every week. <laughs> yeah, so. I mean they're they're doing that because I mean they make their money through the television deals, right. not necessarily the 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 crowds and whatnot. Uh, they said WrestleMania is going from a 70,000-seat stadium at ta- in Tampa uh, to the Performance Center, their training ground, basically, uh, training center in Orlando, and WrestleMania is not going to be in front of anybody. So there you go. So, um, Hey, I, you know, I, that's what I say. Soldier on and try to be as normal as possible. I mean, you, you don't want to watch old wrestling matches again like they're playing the old sports and yeah, stuff. I, I mean, come on. And let's go. <laughs> Bring it on. Keep it going. I have the WWE Network. I do watch old wrestling tapes all the time. <laughs> no. I don't watch any, but I'm trying to think of you. Thanks, Blake. It is, you're welcome. It, it is odd, like, to see them wrestle because nobody's around, and you're just like, okay. Well, aren't, like, they, aren't, they, aren't they pumping in, like, fake cheers and no. stuff like that? Like, like laugh tracks? They're not doing it. Oh, that would be cool. Laugh tracks. <laughs> <laughs> So the question is, mm-hmm. how boring is it going to be when they try to do their uh, their whatever you call it, their mic skill stuff, and they're just talking to nobody? You know what? It kind of was – it depends on the person. Edge came out last night, and you were actually listening to what he says and not listening to the fans kind of, you know, chant along yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah, what? Every time he yeah. pauses. So that was kind of cool. Um, seeing uh, uh, the uh, – you can live and die by the interviews. And I think you can see the people that really know how to do it. Um, now, now, is it more of a, someone is interviewing them versus yeah, like, like, like the old mean gene would stand backstage as opposed to talk in the middle of the ring with the whole crowd around you. No, they're still in the middle of the ring. <laughs> it's kind oh. of odd, but they are in the middle of the ring and they're, they're, they're doing the main feuds that are, you know, more personal. So I think that helps. Um, but it is still a little odd. Um, but you know, triple H was, uh, announced the announcer last week with Michael Cole in the SmackDown episode. And that was funny. He's like, there's obviously nobody in the crowd. He's like, you know, Jeff Hardy did a movie. He's like, Oh my gosh, listen to this crowd. They just went nuts on that move. And him like (laughs) he's buying into it and making it funny. And then you had the raw announcers last night that were acting like there was still a crowd there and there wasn't. <laughs> so I think you have to, as a, the announcers have a big role, like go ahead and joke around with it. Like triple H did. Um, so that was that, you know, like I said, it, it's odd. Um, in 20 years, it's going to be really odd to look back on this and see, you know, like just watch, you I, know, I want to know the true story. Find, 
I find it people are ripping on it for being fake and odd when the whole thing is fake and odd to begin with. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, so here's a funny thing. Uh, let's do some insurance talk real quick. Insurance talk. Oh, my talk. God. Insurance talk. I'm dying for insurance talk. I mean, I was going to ask you about the Walking Dead episode this past weekend, but let's talk about insurance first. <laughs> so the funny thing is uh, that the rumor out there is the reason why Vince McMahon moved it to Orlando, the performance center, the WrestleMania from nobody, is he's hoping the city of Orlando cancels any gatherings and any events. And if they do, and they, they make them quarantine, basically, and close down, if they do... He already booked Madison Square Garden for June for a big show. And the idea is that he, they, if Orlando cancels everything and quarantines, he gets insurance money on WrestleMania. So he's basically playing a chess game right now. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's the idea is that he would just move it to June. So basically he's trying to get the insurance money, possibly. That's the rumor. So, Wouldn't... Hmm? I would say, what, uh, was, he, was the... He not ordered to pretty much not have it because of the the state not like cancel it on him. Tampa did not or? cancel it yet, but they basically oh. said not many. Nobody's really going. You can't have crowds of more than 50, blah, 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 all this. So basically they said we put it. They had a press conference. They're like, hey, we're putting it on Vince's uh, shoulders basically to decide if he wants to do it or not. So you can't have a crowd more than 50 yet. You have more than 50 people working it. <laughs> Correct. So basically he's playing a shell game of trying to get, you know, moving things around until he can get to a city that will quarantine it. And so he can get the insurance money, which I understand he's going to lose millions upon millions. Um, I mean, Tampa, they said already lost 170 million with uh, WrestleMania not being there uh, with it, uh, pulling out. So I just thought that was kind of funny. So there's your insurance talk for the week. Insurance talk, insurance talk. Blake, would you like to talk about oh. Walking Dead real quick? Yeah, what would you think of it? Did you watch it? Yeah. Um, okay. Dude, should we give a spoiler alert for anybody who hasn't watched it yet? Yeah, for the next two minutes, uh, we're going to have a spoiler, spoiler heavy here. Okay, because I haven't seen it yet. Thanks, Jeff. <laughs> get caught. Hey, Jeff, in the next two minutes, get caught up on nine or ten seasons. Oh, is it that many already? 10 or 11. <laughs> yeah. So well, if this thing, this thing lasts long enough. You should, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So Negan spoilers here kills alpha. Why? Similar to what he does in the comic books. Um, oh, okay. I, I thought, I thought when, when he got, um, when he, when he got Lily, was it Lily? Lydia, yeah, Lydia, he got, when he got Lydia, and uh, I was thinking, you know, he got it for Alpha, and he started asking her these questions like, do, but you, do you really love her? And, you know, she's like, yeah. Oh. I, uh, and you're like, oh, God, please shut up. <laughs> but um, so I, I saw that he was going towards, you know, setting her up and going towards the house. And, of course, you know, Lydia's in the chair, freaking out, trying to get out. And I and it became pretty predictable. I was like, you know what? She's going to get out. The house that they're the shack that they're walking to or whatever is not where he kept her. And he's going to whack her because he's basically saying, are you going to kill her? And she's like, yes. And he's like, and, you know, he's turned a good leaf. Right. He's learned from his past mistakes. But he's never and, killed uh, kids. He's never killed. That's his one. No. 
that that is his one no that is his one thing don't kill the kids you know that's why you know but anyways um so i knew it was coming now the the curveball at the very end when he um drops the sack and in alpha's head comes rolling out to carol you know basically basically took the head off the beast essentially Mm -hmm. from the whisperers and it goes to carol she's like oh it took you long enough it's like hold on a second like time out now there was nowhere that set this up where unless she had a secret meeting with him out in the woods when she's running around looking for people and he met up or whatever it it it, it almost seems it's like they never set it up as like one of those oh yeah we're gonna do this Blah. yeah and, and you're like wait a minute there was nothing that gave any indication or any steps that are working together or anything along those lines there's one of those things where like, oh we're gonna throw this curveball in and shock everybody wouldn't it be cool that carol and negan were actually working together the whole time well when did that happen who cares it would be a cool reveal <laughs> exactly and i i think that's what they were going for with that dramatic moment um uh, so the whole time i kept watching i've been waiting for him to just kill her because in the first in the comic books he does that and i think he does it like within the first time he enters the whisperers thing uh it's when she makes him bow uh to him and then he gets uh, he bows and then he stabs her in the throat uh with a knife so mm-hmm. the whole time i kept going He's going to kill her. When is he going to kill her? And then mm-hmm. it was a good payoff because Negan's so the, he's just a charismatic character. He's a fucking awesome character. Um, oh yeah. But my, you know, the whole time I'm like, okay, this is going to be, you know, he does it. And then, like you said, with the Carol reveal, it's like, well, you knew he was going to be on their side, but the whole thing doesn't make sense of how. Um, I do, yeah. I do like how next I, week. I, what's that? Yeah, I do. I do know he was playing an angle. Yeah, you know, eventually to help out the, the you know hillside in Alexandria, because he's got nothing else to live for, honestly, no. to tell you the truth, you know. So yeah, it, it, you knew he was eventually going to do something to help him out, and you know, it turned out to be that, of course. Uh, I did think it was uh, funny though. Typical Walking Dead. Hey, something's interesting happening. Guess what? We're going to go next week's episode into Michonne and her back of uh, her helping out a stranger we completely forgot about eight episodes I, ago. I completely forgot about that storyline. I did too. I thought she liked. I completely I thought she was gone. <laughs> I thought she was gone. Like, oh, what's her name? Rick. Yeah. No, not Rick. What's her name? Uh, oh, Maggie. Uh, Maggie. Maggie. Yeah, Maggie. See, I couldn't even remember her name. Did you see Maggie might be coming back next season because her uh, uh, whiskey tango, whatever that was on CBS, got canceled or ABC? Yeah, well, she got time now. Yeah. <laughs> so, but it was like as soon as they said, I- I'll be honest. I thought after last week when they showed the war that was coming, I really mm-hmm. thought they were going to do a background story this week of some unknown character in the back. You know, like that you've never seen. And I'm like, oh, they actually paid it off. They actually are showing, you know, the war. Okay, good. And then next week they're like, Michonne. It's like, oh, Jesus, really? <laughs> we don't care at this point. <laughs> um, and Blake, if they follow the um, the comic book, I can't wait till next week to hear your reaction with Michonne. It's going to be pretty funny when she has a big reveal. If they, oh right. my god. <laughs> okay, I won't spoil it. Okay. I've got nothing else to do. It's so fucking ridiculous. It really yeah. is. I'm like, 
I I can't wait. I what is kind of interesting. I did read the comments about uh, comment about the about the episode, and they're talking. Oh no, it was a headline on some things that oh Alpha the the best uh, Walking Dead villain ever, and I was like no 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 no. And all the people comments responding to the story is, you're out of your fucking mind. They're like, Negan was scary as shit when he was full on badass evil Negan, Negan, Negan. But, uh, and everybody had the same complaint. She was annoying as hell. Hey, uh, you ever look at the sky and, uh, wonder if it's blue or red and then I sit your throat? I reckon. I want to walk with the world and the dead. And you're like, yeah, exactly. You're like, this is the worst Southern accent ever. I can't stand her. Uh, you know, it's bad when her voice as a zombie is less irritating than her voice as a <laughs> the human character on that show. Yeah, it was more satisfying. It was. So, Blake, you or Jeff, you can come back now. Oh, what me? You yeah. talking to me? Hey, Jeff. You know who? Hey, Jason. You know who Alpha is in charge of? The whispers. What the whispers? I'd rather listen to Jeff do this for an hour than listen to Alpha's voice. Exactly. Yeah, you know what that sound is. It's time. No, for I don't know what that sound is. <laughs> well, you said that sound means it's time for the bomb listener feedback. Brought to you this week by all the fucking assholes that hoarded toilet paper. You're what's wrong with this society. Do you have toilet oh, yeah. paper? Speaking of which, uh, top five next week. Top five uh, alternatives to toilet paper? <laughs> Bidets? <laughs> We're not in Europe. <laughs> All right. Make, you know your sink can be a bidet. No, wait, that's number five. <laughs> Pinecone? It's even better when you got the uh, you know this the the uh, kitchen uh, faucet that's that's on the hose. That Aww. helps. That'll help an awful lot. When I get to that point in a couple of weeks, that's an that's an angle you do not want to see in any partner. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> they don't even do that angle in porn. <laughs> no. Well, well, depends. German. German. Oh, talk about real quick the news. Did you see German that? Porn. Uh, <laughs> did you say German oh, porn? Porn up Italy. <laughs> What yeah. Pornhub was doing for Italy? Go ahead yeah. and talk about that, Blake, real quick. Yeah, Pornhub decided to make a premium free for all of Italy. <laughs> and, and then the best meme that I saw about it was all the uh, VPN folks are like, hmm, Italy. <laughs> you know, you create your VPN, so it looks like you're streaming, yeah. connecting from Italy. Yeah, exactly. Oh, but anyways, not there yet. No. no. Uh, yeah. Anyways, uh, from this guy named uh, Doug. Number one fan. Formerly known as? A-Pants. Oh, okay. Can't give yourself a nickname. Yes, exactly. Okay. When are they announcing me as a guest at the expo? Doug wants to know. Um, we can announce it. Doug, A-Pants will be there. In September 11th through the 13th, 2020, uh, at the Expo. He will be there all weekend. Um, if, oh, you, what? if you do want his autograph, make sure you get one of those big crayons um, so he can sign his name. Otherwise, like the number two pencil, he'll just break. Um, it, 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 <laughs> it, 
It's so small, you can't hold on to it. Correct, correct. So, you know what? If you get a crayon like the old crayon banks that you used to have in, in kids' rooms, get one of those, and I think that big, you might be able to do it. You know, the big fat marker. Yeah, the issue is that you're going to have to get a poster board for him to sign. He can't just sign a piece of paper or anything like that. Yeah. Um, so make sure you get a poster board. But, yes, APAN will be there September 11th through 13th. Do you know, uh, Jeff, that this is the one comic expo that is not canceled? Yet. I did it. I said, <laughs> stay on target. Stay on target. I don't think it's something you should be advertising right now. It's in September. If we have figure, if we're still under quarantine in September, we're all dead. You never know. Yeah, I'm a little concerned. Gen Con's in August, and uh, so far they're on as scheduled. We're just hopefully this thing plays out. Trump said that this is going to be gone in a week, or kill 2.2 million people. I don't know. <laughs> uh, Trump must have backtracked because he said we won't be done with this till. July or August at the earliest. Well, that's the one, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> numbers he was looking at. And if you're, if you're relying on Trump for medical advice, <laughs> you're fucked. All right. <laughs> Just so you know. Uh, the good news is we're all getting checks for a thousand dollars in two weeks. <laughs> what the hell's up with that? <laughs> Did you hear about this, Jeff? Uh, what did Andrew Yang win or something? Pretty much, they're taking Andrew Yang's uh, thing uh, idea of well, the economy is going to be shit for the next couple months, probably the next couple years. They're like, so uh, we're going to have a stimulus thing of uh, helping people out by mailing them a thousand dollars or more uh, in a check in two weeks. And Trump said today that he wants it out as quick as possible. Which people are they mailing it to? Supposedly everybody. Households. Everybody. Yeah. It's okay. It's going to set our uh, children and grandchildren back in uh, taxes and debt for the next 50 years. Oh, like they're going to have an earth to live on. But we're going to get a grand now. (laughs) You get a check and you get a check. You get a check. (laughs) You get a check. Uh, Well, hey, as long as I can take that money and then buy my dinners from local restaurants and small business owners to keep them afloat from really fucking the economy. I guess so. Why not? Right. There you go. I, I, I like it. Um, <laughs> yeah. who's really suffering in this are strippers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what about the, the, the six foot lap dance is really hard. To can can you order, can you order takeout from a strip club? Yes, you can. <laughs> How would your wife deal with that? <laughs> I don't know if she's yelling something down at me now. <laughs> I can't hear her because I can't stop. <laughs> I like that Blake's. I like that Blake's at home because his wife can yell at him. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, do they have good pizza at strip clubs? Good pizza? No. Do they have pizza no. though? Free pizza, yes. (laughs) You know, God. Hey, kids, get the door. (laughs) Our food's here. (laughs) Um, Guys, uh, Dad, the late the delivery woman is uh, undressing and delivering our food. (laughs) No, no, no. You have the kids take the food, bring it to the kitchen. You take the delivery girl into the uh, den. 
And then after, you know, two songs, you can come out and eat dinner with the kids. I'm not having any stripper coming to my house. (laughs) (laughs) So now I know what to order, Jason. That's going to be worse than the coronavirus. (laughs) (laughs) Delivery. Good news, honey. We don't have this COVID-19, but we do have syphilis. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and man. honey, I would not sit on that end of the couch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I didn't know that you did it first. Oh, funny. Oh, yeah. I don't want to get in any more trouble. I'm already in trouble. <laughs> I'm getting texts from her from upstairs. I, I, obviously, I, obviously, she doesn't have the same sense of humor that I do. I'll, I'll be honest. Uh, I'm kind of missing it because I'm in the Bob Studios by myself. It's kind of creepy. <laughs> uh, it's okay. In, enjoy it while you can. <laughs> That's right. So, All right. What else we got? Uh, from David, uh, there are no new wide releases on movies until April 10th. Well, we kind of uh, covered that. Is it pointless to have movie theaters still open? Eh, we answered that question already, David. Yes, Sorry. Uh, but good question because it was timely, but we answered it, uh, from Bob, since Sam Raimi is directing Dr. Strange two, and it involves the multiverse. Can it revolve around Dr. Strange helping Spider-Man played by Toby Maguire and then heading off to kill Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man change approved, change approved. I like it. I how didn't funny, like it. How funny Spider-Man. would that be if they did that? Like, they just have some of that fucked up shit. You could have Ben Affleck's Daredevil. Um, yeah. Just have just go wild with it. Yeah, or the Green Lantern. Oh, wait, hold on. Uh, yeah, I can still do it. Screw nope, it. Green Lantern is different. different you know, crossover. Uh, crossover. Oh. Ooh. There you go. There you go. And it's Doctor Strange. He can make it happen. He could. Yeah. If anybody can, it's Doctor Strange. That's right. Uh, my son watched um, uh, Black Panther for the first time the other night. Um, you know what? That, that's a really good show. Um, I still have an issue with the final battle with Michael B. Jordan. Um, it wasn't that great. Uh, but everything up to that point was really good. And Michael B. Jordan was awesome in it. So just letting you know, it, it holds up. His next one he's watching is Doctor Strange. And I watched some of that on cable the other week. <sighs> I was kind of bored by it. Jeff, yeah. your thoughts? On um, Doctor Strange? Yeah. Well, I just rewatched it, I suppose, over the weekend. Mm-hmm. And it was, I enjoyed it. I like Benedict Cumberbatch. He did a good job with it. Well, Benedict did a great job. I thought, uh, 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 what's her name? Tilda Swinton did a great job. Yeah. And it, it could uh, be just because I'm not a big Doctor Strange fan. Maybe that's yeah. it. True Intelligy of Ford did a great job. Mods Mickelson did a great job. Are you just going down IMDb now? <laughs> I'm just going down the people I know from right in my head. Oh, okay. Well, Benjamin Bratt wasn't great. What about so. Benedict Wong? Oh, he was the best part of it. You know what? He was at the Cincinnati Comic Expo. Was. And he was awesome. He was a really nice guy. Wong to the win. Uh, there, there's the... Uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, YouTube channel, How It Should Have Ended. Mm-hmm. They do animations of movies and show, you know, 
yeah, ways that you know make more sense for stuff to happen. And they had the one where they were showing uh, in Avengers Infinity War, and Thanos has the gauntlet and whatnot, and then uh, all of a sudden, like Wong uses a sling ring to decapitate Thanos, and just goes Wong for the win. <laughs> I love Benedict Wong. He's awesome. Um, uh, go ahead, Blake. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, next one. Uh, I don't know where this comes from. We were talking about asking happy questions from uh, Dev. He wants to know uh, favorite dick shaped food. Why is that a happy question? I don't know. <laughs> a penis can be fun. I'm trying to decide, is it an Italian sausage? Ah. Or, or, or is anything out of a ba- outside of a bachelorette party? It's not that exciting, is it? Or is it a cheesy met? Ooh. <laughs> cheesy, <laughs> spicy met. Now, that might be the best dick-shaped food out there. Cheesy, cheesy, mets, cheesy mets do have a good filling in the middle, too. I do like that, yeah. Like a penis. Mmm. Like a rhinestone penis. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't know where that came from. <laughs> going to chip a tooth. I was thinking a cucumber, <laughs> but I think the cheesy met is a better one, Jeff. That's a good one. Okay. Change approved. I'm going with the cheesy met. There you go. Boom. Yeah. Okay. Uh, next one from uh, Mikael. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, what movie do you love that everyone else hates? He actually speaks like that, too, by the way. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, if you listen to Who the What Now, yeah, sounds just like him. Who's the What Now? I do not understand. Of course, you're going to have to go back a couple years to listen to Who the What Now. <laughs> uh, We're still standing. What? Who? Who? We don't even what? need a virus. A virus won't even stop us. No. Until we all die, but that that might stop us. Um you know, Man, a movie that I love that everybody else hates. I don't know what that. What would that be? Time Machine. Oh, huh? that's you. Okay, <laughs> I thought you were answering. For no, that's for, oh, like, sure. Uh, uh, the Rock. <laughs> no, no, no it's far too many people like The Rock. That's the problem. Welcome to The Rock. I'm going yeah, to too many people liked it as a comedy, not as an action thriller. <laughs> I'm going with Time Machine for mine. Everybody hates that film. Even people that, you know, remember watching it, are like, oh, that was not good. I was like, I know, I know. Uh, Jeff, I mean, what's I yours? Su- I suppose I'll have to say the people who have no taste don't like Josie and the Pussycats. Okay. I'll give you, I was going to say Grease 2 for you. I was thinking of that, but th- th- there is a following for Grease 2 out there. You know, and mm-hmm. in, in all reality, it is not a good movie. So I can't defend uh, that. You know, as a collective group of Hobie, I think The Punisher might be it. No one outside of our group I know likes that movie. Yeah, I think I've met like two other people who liked it, but mm. a lot of people dislike it. You're the, right. The one with Thomas Jane. Um, I watched that. Like, what's your opinion on The Punisher? Uh, Thomas Jane. Did you see it? The Thomas Jane is the Punisher with Travolta as the over-the-top uh, acting villain. Howard. No, I, I did not. I'm sorry. Okay. That is one that 
you know, again, outside of Hobie, I have not met anyone that likes that film. I love that film, and I watch it every time. I get Shawshanked. <laughs> Blake, what's what's a movie you love that everyone hates? I don't know. I'm I'm trying to think. Uh, haven't I talked about this uh, movies before? And you guys, you know, beat on it. Some shitty French film. Sure. Uh, some some movie where you like kick the robot in the groin. <laughs> Yeah, what was that? I still can't remember that movie. (laughs) But it was good, damn it. Everybody else hated it. Oh. Um. (laughs) God. Uh, What else we got here, Blake? Uh, Finally, wrapping it up from uh, Professor Number One and Doctor Number One. In all seriousness, if you need a doctor to come on the show to discuss the virus... Let me know. Should I open up my schedule for this? Yes. Uh, keep your schedule open. Uh, stay by the phone, and we'll call you when we need you. But do nothing else but sit by the phone. <laughs> yes, please do not go out in public <laughs> for many reasons. <laughs> it may be a short, fused recording session we have in regards to matters of life and death, so stay, stay ready. That's right. Stay ready. So, Blake, thank you. Or, for that. Uh, how much toilet paper do you have? How much do I have? Oh, Professor and Doctor oh. One. How much do you oh. have? How much do you have? Yeah. You know, for toilet paper, anything is possible. You know, it wouldn't surprise me if Doctor Number One was a toilet paper hoarder. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Oh, has anyone figured out what the overall plan for having too much toilet paper is i well my comment was <laughs> of all the things that's going to run out toilet paper probably will not be run out will not run out the first thing right it's going to be food right yeah, uh, well apparently toilet paper is the first thing to run out so it is the first thing it. It, it says a lot about our society people, people like <laughs> clean asses I think I think in the in the next pandemic like this, they're going to come. The first thing that's going to get rationed is toilet paper, not medicine, not food, you know, not canned goods. <laughs> it's going to be toilet paper. I mean, I want to know how people in the future are going to look back upon this, you know, crisis, and you know, how is it going to be taught in the history books that? There was a run on toilet paper <laughs> while people were catching a deadly virus. I think they're yeah. going to say uh, and and, and uh, uh, where where you know like bowel issues aren't a symptom of the disease. <laughs> I, mean, I can understand that if you know you like you were sitting, sitting on the yourself. toilet, yeah, the whole time. But well, di- the diarrhea is a possibility. Oh, I mean, that's a possibility in life. <laughs> but, but you know what? But you know, out of out of all the shitty situations to clean yourself with, that's the easiest. <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, m- my toilet's right next to a shower. So if I have a bad, uh, uh, have a bad episode, where where I need to use four or five rolls of toilet paper, I'll just wash myself off in the, in the you shower. Need to use four exactly. or five rolls of toilet paper in one sitting. That's a bad day. <laughs> It is, but apparently people think they need that because they're pulling in like, you know, 12, 48 packs all at once. Exactly. I'm dead. I'm, I am dead 
serious. You're absolutely right. And they will end the conversation with, and that's why we use three seashells. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, not that future. <laughs> well, my thing is, though, like, it, I, it, it just boggles my mind because I'm like, toilet paper is one of the things, not that you want to, but there's other, other alternatives that you can use to it if you ever ran out. So, like Jeff said, you know, a shower, uh, a bidet. They said uh, bidets are selling on Amazon right now. So that's uh, yeah. that's, a that's interesting. A note to self, buy stock markets in bidets. Yes, yes. And nothing else on the stock market is being worth buying right now. Um, yeah. Actually, everything on the stock market is worth buying right now. WWE has da- is down, too, so I'm thinking I'm waiting for them to fall lower. Everything is down. Yeah. Stock market. Granted, it'll probably go lower uh, for a couple of weeks before rebounding. But, yeah. but what, even if you just buy it now, you're going to make money. It's not eventually. Yeah. As long as eventually, you're not re- yeah. as long as you're not retiring this year, you're fine. <laughs> exactly. Right. Now, now's a good now's a good time to be a contrarian. Because if you're looking to retire in 10 to 20 years, you can buy a heck of a lot more of what there is now at these lower prices. And eventually you're going to hope it goes back up unless this is the total ship topics, you know, ship apocalypse. Then you're all then we're all screwed. The question I have, though, I mean, like the stock market, you know, is going down, down. I mean, it's about time right now that is it wouldn't it be a waste to sell your stocks now? That is it, it, it's so so it should not continue to go down because no one should be selling because correct you're only experiencing a devaluation yeah. which when you sell and move things right now you are going to take the loss yes so. i mean and obviously I, i'm not a stock expert so maybe it's just my small brain can't can't fathom it but it's like if you sell now you're taking a you're, hit now you're really taking the hit. Yeah, just hold on. Eventually, things will go back up, and and if not, then in a couple of weeks, when I start going Mad Max on my neighbor's asses for toilet paper, <laughs> yeah. it will, it's not going to matter. Yeah, <laughs> then whatever you have in the stock market won't matter. That's right. Once Blake goes Mad Max, try. Right. I got I got my neighbors first. I got neighbors pinpointing who I'm going to hit first. <laughs> I know I could take them out. <laughs> I'm watching them. I was watching them unload their groceries. I know where the toilet papers are at. Uh, my one, right. my my one neighbor got five hundred dollars worth of MREs. Well, that's kind of stupid because MREs have an expiration date, and the ones that you actually get on the market are actually those that are expiring soon. Believe it or not, like within the next twelve to twenty-four months, you're better off going to the store, spending that same dollar amount on non-perishables in the canned and bagged food section because it's the same damn thing. Uh, my comment was, well, he got the bucket, but but of that MREs cook themselves, don't they? Well, they do have heating, and well, this is the only thing that you would want them for. They do have those uh, chemical heating cooking things that you just add water to that'll heat up your food for you. He uh, he said that they they it's that bucket of MREs, I guess, that doomsday preppers get. It's five hundred dollars, and it was uh, it lasts twenty five years, supposedly. To which is oh, that, that stuff? Yeah, same thing. Take five hundred dollars, go to Costco. Buy non-perishable foods because it's exactly the same thing that's in those buckets. Yeah, and that was my comment. That was my thought is get the canned foods. I mean. <laughs> yeah, get $500 worth of spam. 
It's Correct. It's tastes better. Yeah, I agree. Well, it's funny because he didn't tell his wife that about it. <laughs> so she went out to get the the package from Amazon or wherever it was delivered from, and she went to lift it up. She's like, what the hell is this? And he's like, oh, yeah, I spent $500 on these, but they're good for 25 years. And she's like, in 20 years, I am not eating this shit. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not eating 100 packets of dried green beans. <laughs> I just thought that was funny. I was like, wow. That's right. Go out and buy your own and, and mix it up a little bit. Trust me. <laughs> Uh, we did have something uh, talking about positive. Uh, we'll throw this in here. Steve at EILFM. Everything I love, I learned from movies. Everything I learned from movies. Yeah, thank you. Podcast. Every, everything I learned from me. Yeah, sure. Uh, he's, we learned nothing from Blake. He gave us some <laughs> movies. He gave us some movies. And he's like, you have to, you can watch two of them. You have to watch two. And the rest, you, uh, which ones do you burn? So I'll give you some movies here. 28 Days Later, Resident Evil, Solaris, Species, Stealth, Chain Reaction, Riddick, Battle, Los Angeles, Terminator Salvation, The Box, and I Am Legend. We'll go with those first. No, no, wait, there's, wait. What, what, there's, what a lot of, there's a lot of movies we can easily burn. We, we, we save how many? Two. Chronicles uh, of Riddick might be the one I save. It's been a long right. time since I Read that list again. I like yeah. I Am Legend. 28 Days Later, Resident Evil. No. Solaris. Yes. Yeah. No, definitely save Solaris. It's the best movie on that list. Spe- I don't think I've seen it. Species. I would keep that just because no. she gets naked. Um, stealth. No. Chain no. Reaction with Keanu. No. no. Chronicles of Riddick. No. But I used it's been a long time since I smelled beautiful. Battle Los Angeles with Aaron Eckhart. No. Oh, God, that makes it worse. Can't start burning that soon enough. <laughs> Terminator Salvation. Nope. Burn it. The Box. I don't know what the box is. The box is the one where you hit the yeah. hit the button and then the Something. box is delivered, or you hit the button, you get a million dollars, but someone you don't know will die. That movie, yes, James Marsden. Yep, and was uh, it Cameron Diaz? I think you're right. Uh, uh, and I am Legend. I like that one. Uh, I would, later, and I am Legend would be my two to say. I'd save 28 Days Later and Solaris. I would do Species and Resident Evil because you're a pervert. <laughs> Well, it just means I have no no movie, movie taste <laughs> at all. <laughs> and you're a pervert. Okay, <laughs> here we go. He gave us <laughs> he gave us one more. Here we go. Same oh. rules. Chronicle, that was a good one. The uh. Invasion, Reign of Fire, Ten Thousand BC, Pathfinder, uh, Pathfinder, the unrated version. I haven't seen any of these. The Island. Oh God, burn that one. <laughs> After I saw Earth. The Oh, God. And Battleship. <laughs> you stake my Battleship. So I guess I'm saving Reign of Fire and Chronicle. Yeah. Yeah, the, I'm saving uh, those two because I kind of, I haven't seen either of them, but I kind of want to. <laughs> I'm going to go with your guys' recommendation. Um, you do not want to save 10,000 BC. <laughs> I I, I don't even remember that one. That's the one with Ringo Starr as a caveman. No, that was no, caveman. caveman. <laughs> oh, <laughs> same thing. 
<laughs> How about the island, Jeff? No, you can get rid of that one completely. <laughs> oh, God, that movie infuriated me because it started out like there was some promise. <laughs> I mean, it, it 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 still wasn't that good. The good parts weren't that good, but there was promise. And then shit show and then stupid ending, explosion. Oh, terrible. Um, you know what? But it did have Scarlett Johansson in it. Didn't and it? Ewan McGregor, so hey. Yeah. Yeah. Sean Bean dies in it. What about uh, the 1980 version of The Island? I don't yeah, know. The Misfit one. Toys? No, this one was with uh, our favorite Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Somebody Michael will just want to watch the one bug. Michael Caine. You know yeah, what? I do not know it. Michael Caine might be a soothsayer. He said somebody will just want to watch the world bud, and I think he's right. The world is burning. Yeah. Anyways, I, I remember this one. It's a, a journalist takes his son. I'll, let me do uh, Jim. A journalist takes his son with him to investigate pirate activity off the coast of Florida, but he gets stranded on a mysterious island where he might not be alone. That sounds awful. Uh, it was kind of like piratey, you know, <laughs> bad dudes. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. 6.3 out of 10 on IMDb. I just, I don't remember it being that good either. <laughs> but the other one's got Scar Joe. Oh, uh, Scar Joe. Let's do All some right. uh, News of the Geek. Of the geek. Jeff, would you like to do that so you don't get out of practice? Sure, if you want me to. Go ahead. Uh, <clears throat> it's time for another installment of the news of the geek. You do it so much better. You do it so much better. Uh, let's than what? What's that? I do so much better than what? Me. Than me. Oh, well, there. That's what she said. Anyways, uh, let's see. News of the Geek. Uh, let's do with this one. First off, some sad news. Idris Elba has been diagnosed with COVID-19. <gasps> oh, that's terrible news. That is terrible news. Friend of the I'm show. Sure I'm sure he'll survive. He's a badass. He has no symptoms yet. But uh, he, he, he joins Tom Hanks, Rita Wilson, two other people. Uh, the one female lead inspector. The Tom, the James Bond film, and then uh, some guy from Game of Thrones that we listed uh, on our website or History Bad Ideas Facebook page. You uh, know, Tom Hanks has been released from the hospital. He and his wife. Yeah, they're quarantined now, aren't they? Yeah, they're fine. Yeah. Well, I don't know about fine, but you know, yeah, so far they survived. But they're not dead, so that's correct. Correct. And they're they're not like on the brink of death. I, I hope not. I hope not. Well, if they let him out of the hospital, I would hope that they're not on the brink of death. Well, well Jeff, I don't know. I, I've seen what's been going on. I don't think it really, I don't think anybody knows what's going on anymore. <laughs> I think they would release people on the brink of death. But anyways, Idris Elba, sad moment. So let's, let's hope he gets better like everyone else. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody that isn't getting better. 
per WGRZ Buffalo, former NHL enforcer Matthew Barnaby. Remember him? He was arrested in Nashville last Thursday and accused of being too drunk in public and choking someone. Uh, Police were sent to an establishment called Nashville Crossroads to respond to reports of an intoxicated male allegedly involved in an altercation with his girlfriend and some bystanders. The male, uh, Barnaby, supposedly choked the bar's bouncer, according to the police. Uh, Barnaby got hit with assault and public intoxication charges and was released on $6,000 bail. Uh, He will will return to court March 27th. Uh, Last time the former NHL winger ran into trouble with police was in May 2011, when he was charged with criminal mischief, trespassing, harassment, contempt, and aggravated harassment. Uh, He was accused of breaking down his ex-wife's door and harassed her boyfriend over the phone. Can't you just hang up? Um, later that year, he was charged with a DWI that got Barnaby served as uh, that ultimately got Barnaby served as an analyst for four years following the end of his career in 2007. Basically, he was fired. Sorry. Um, let's see. He racked up 2,500 penalty minutes throughout his career, including stints with the Sabers, Penguins, Lightning, Rangers, Avalanche, Blackhawks, and Stars over 14 years. I remember Matthew Barnaby. He was awesome in NHL '95. Um, he was a thug. He was a thug. <laughs> which is always nice. Um, but yeah, so maybe you shouldn't go out drinking as much is my thought. Just a or, thought. Or it's going to be uh, shown that he's got uh, head trauma. He's got that brain encephalitis. Oh. That's, why, that's why he's such an angry elf. Angry elf. <laughs> angry elf. Uh, he's a big angry elf. elf. He must be from yeah. the South Pole. Could be. Uh, let's see here. I like how he choked a bouncer. <laughs> like, really? You like how he did that? Well, not, not that he did it, because I feel bad for the guy, but at the same time, it, it's a funny visual in my head. Um, it reminds me of Homer Simpson and Bart Simpson. Uh, let's see. Now, usually, if you're getting removed from a club or a bar, it's, it's usually because you're part of something that you're really being a jerk about. It takes a lot to get kicked out of a bar or club. It does. It does. Uh, especially in Nashville. I mean, you got to be more annoying than the, the bachelorette parties there. That's exactly. A, that's a pretty big thing. Yes. Uh, let's see here. Uh, we already talked about the, um, you know, um, Frozen 2 being released early. Uh, they said Mulan and Black Widow have officially been moved back. Black Widow was moved back today. Uh, and they don't think those two are going to be released on Disney Plus instead of the theatrical uh, releases. Uh, especially since things are getting better in China, they're waiting for that so Mulan can go out there. Um, they did say New Mutants might be going to Disney Plus though, uh, because it's PG thirteen. They moved it down to uh, from rated R. Um, so there. Oh. So. As in, they said, well, there's nothing in this film that sh- makes it rated R, or. If you edit this stuff out, well, let it be PG-13. Uh, who knows? I mean... Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm the only person in the whole country that wants to see this movie, apparently, so... Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's so- that's a problem I have with Disney+, Plus is their, their anti, uh, anti-family values. Um, well, the one rumor out there now is... Um, that uh, comicbookmovie.com is, uh, is stating 
that uh, Disney's stock plunge like every other stock, and it may be the time that Apple may go in and actually buy them. And I'm like, no, they're not. No, they're not. They could. Uh, yeah, how's it feel, Disney? You normally you're the one who's buying everybody up. Ha <laughs> Yeah. It's a possibility. Um, everything on Netflix, uh, well, pre- and Amazon got de- has been delayed in production, uh, except one show, The Queen. That's still in production for Netflix because <laughs> uh, wow. it films in the UK and they haven't stopped that. So they said it's still going on. They're still filming it. It's so one show that's uh, still in production. So, yeah. Uh, and I just saw a headline today from the UK saying, yeah, we may be uh, really in trouble. Yeah. You can, oh, wait, maybe our idea was stupid. Let's not do that. Uh, We're on an island. But you know what the one positive is about the... About We're on the an movie? island. We're on an island. The virus can't swim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we left, and we left the EU, all those filthy Mediterraneans. <laughs> uh, you know what? Uh, we want to do more positive stories. Uh, yeah, during this please. crisis, Avatar yeah, shut down production in New Zealand. <laughs> <laughs> That's a positive. I agree. I, anything that stops Avatar is a good thing. <laughs> oh, uh, uh, the Game of Thrones actor that tested positive is Christoph Huvijou. Who? Oh, no. Chris, uh, Tormund's giant thing. Christoph Huvijou. Oh, yeah. That's right. Tormund. Okay. Yeah, that's right. I saw that. So there you go. Um, yes, yeah, so uh, I'm just trying to look here. Uh, unfortunately, Lord of the Rings uh, for Amazon shut down to production uh, for six uh. weeks. You know what? Okay, so I give you guys a lot of shit about Lord of the Rings and all that stuff. I'm actually interested to see how this does on Amazon, and I actually may be interested in watching it because I think I could watch it as a series. Um, and it's a whole different fresh start, right? It takes place before the movies, right? Yeah, it's like a prequel a thousand years ahead of time. Okay. I'm actually interested to see it. I have yet to watch The Witcher, um, which, again, is a tease for the later on. Uh, really? Yeah. But, yeah, so I, I, I'm interested in that, um, in uh, Lord of the Rings, uh, and especially with all the money they spend on it. So, uh, and that was about it. Uh, oh, uh, Spider-Man, colon, Far From Home is the last thing. Mm-hmm. Delivered a reimagined version of Mysterio. Uh, and he revealed uh, at the end of the show, spoilers, Mysterio revealed Spider Man's secret identity to the world. While yeah, that's like, right. What's that? Yes. Uh, while it seemed like Quentin Beck had died, he is the master of illusion and a return somewhere down the line really wouldn't be that surprising. I thought when he uh, technically died at the end of uh, Far From Home that he would be alive. I didn't think he was dead, right? Jeff, back me up. That's what you thought? Yeah. Because he's Okay, yes. That's what you thought. Okay, I back did you, you think up. that, Jeff? <laughs> I don't care. Really? Why? Well, I mean, if he's dead, he's dead. I can live with that. If they bring him back, okay, they bring him back. I mean, I'm not going to try and pick it apart. I mean, obviously, if they bring him back, he didn't die. Did if you they don't like, bring him back, then did, he died. Did you like that interpretation of Mysterio? I have no problem with it. With the technology, instead of him actually having some kind of like a magician powers. The the biggest problem I have is it was all Stark 
Tech and Stark this. I thought they was the, the that Spider Man was too reliant on uh, on Tony Stark and Iron Man, and they need to get away from that in Spider Man movies. To be honest, uh, I yeah, and the, the criticism where Tony Stark kind of like takes over the fathery role from you know the lineage legacy of Peter Parker's uncle. Yeah. Eh. I mean, it, it worked in the first in uh, uh, with the homecoming. Yeah, I mean, it worked in that, but then it just kind of got, yeah. Well, so it's it's also coming off of the the whole Tony Stark Marvel Phase One or whatever the hell that was called. So, yeah. the further they get away from it, the you know the easier it'd probably be to disassociate them from it. Um, the Luminarity is reporting that Sony Pictures wants to bring back Jake Gyllenhaal for a solo movie revolving around Mysterio. It's an idea they had even before the actor was cast in the sequel. Uh, No details have been revealed beyond that, but with characters like Venom, Kraven the Hunter, and Morbius, who's getting his own film, uh, all getting their own solo outings, it does feel like Sony could be building an eventual eventual Sinister Six team-up. Ooh. I don't know how you're going to make a Mysterio solo project. You can't make him a good guy because he's a bad guy. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know how you could do that. I don't know. They made Venom movie, and he's a bad guy. Yeah, but I thought you told Mysterio's story, though, in, home, in Far From Home, though. That's my issue. So, I don't know. Uh, Jeff, I did, do have... Did you see the, did you see the uh, recent news story about Jake Gyllenhaal, though? No, what's that? It was like out today. I saw it. Uh, it was talking about he's been secluded for the past twelve days. No, that was Jared Leto. Oh, oh Jared Leto. Sorry. <laughs> well, Jake Gyllenhaal, Jared Leto—they're the same. Go ahead, tell the story. This is awesome. <laughs> Jared Leto was put himself into self seclusion for twelve days, and he's come out. And he's like, "Virus? What?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, he secluded before the virus. <laughs> yeah, he secluded himself before the virus. And he comes out of this. Can you imagine you know, doing that where you seclude yourself and you come out and everybody's like, what the fuck? Uh, like, holy crap. 28 days later. Yeah. He was on a meditation uh, seclusion. <laughs> and yeah. the one headline I, I saw was Jared Leto on seclusion didn't know about the virus. Semicolon. <laughs> now he now he's up to date on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I'm I'm going to go into seclusion. I'm going to get my shit together. I'm going to come out of this calm with a renewed perspective on life. And I'm going to go forth and I'm going to change the world. And you come out and you're like, what the fuck? (laughs) COVID-19 viral? (laughs) I mean, in in this day and age, nothing. My 12 days of meditation up. You know what, uh, you know what, uh, Mr. Leto? I don't think I would do that. No, no. In this day and age, what can happen in twelve days? <laughs> uh, I, I'm going to go back for thirty more days. See you later. <laughs> hey, uh, by the way, can I, does anybody have any toilet paper? <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you think Jared Leto uses it? Toilet paper. <laughs> There's no toilet paper left in the world. What? Jeff, I found an article for you. You ready? Shoot. Entertainment Weekly interviewed the New Mutants director, Josh Boone. And he said before the Disney-Fox merger, his hope was that there was going to be a trilogy of New Mutants. 
Uh, in the post, he was hoping. This is what Josh Boone had in the post-credit scene, which was never actually shot. Antonio Banderas would have made an appearance as Anuel de Costa, uh, the father of Henry okay. Zaga's Roberto. And in yeah. the, just like Sounds... in the, what's that? Can you say what? He was. He's the father of Roberto Antonio yes. Banderas. Okay. Uh, just like in the comic books, he was set to be a member of the Hellfire Club, and the sequel will have dealt with Sunspot returning to Brazil to reunite with his mother, uh, who Emmanuel was trying to kill. Uh, the t- we always this is per Boone. We always intended to do mu- New Mutants colon Brazil as the second movie. Uh, uh, it was intentional that we didn't shoot it. We had always planned to have a tag at the end of the movie that introduced the villain for the next one. Uh, but because of the merger and because Marvel owns X-Men now, it's going to do, the, and it's going to do their own thing. There's no reason to go shoot it. Uh, so there you go. It was, um, Karma was always going to be the villain in the second movie that would be absorbed into the group by the end. I guess Karma, I don't know who Karma is in the books. Um, Karma, yeah, she, she was, uh, Sean Coy Mung. Okay. It was one of the original new mutants. We had always wanted to bring Karma and Warlock into the second one when we couldn't do it in the first one. For us, we wanted that initial core team from the first movie. Uh, we just couldn't sw- swap out Ilana? Ilana? Ilana. Yeah, thank you. Uh, there, we felt like there was no reason to do it in this movie if we, could, if we couldn't bring that character to life in the first one. Um, we hope <laughs> the New Mutants makes a bunch of money so that we could go make the second one. <laughs> so there you go. That would be great if it does for some reason, but I don't think there's any way it can. No, there's no way. So, even, I mean, this thing's going to get dumped. They, everybody knows it. Uh, and at this point, I wonder even if the actors are uh, contractually obligated to a second one because of how long it's been. So that's the other, that's the other thought. But there you go. There's your news of the geek. Jeff, what are you doing September 11th through the 13th? If I'm out of quarantine, I'm going to the Cincinnati Comic Expo. Fuck yeah, you are. Uh, that's right, September 11th through 13th, Cincinnati Comic Expo, the only Comic-Con that hasn't been canceled yet. Is it the only, or are you just saying that? I'm just saying that. It's the only one okay. in Cincinnati that's not canceled. Uh, yeah. It's the only one. I saw South- Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's got canceled. Oh, did they? Yeah. And they, they even had uh, Rachel Lee Cook showing up. Oh. Well, that just means she's a kiss of death. Anyway, uh, yeah, so get your tickets at the CincinnatiComicExpo.com. Uh, you can search them out and on Facebook. If you follow us on the History of Bad Ideas, please do on Facebook because we got a lot of great things. Uh, we, we will also be updating it with uh, guests and everybody else. Um, I'm going to give you some new ones today that came out. Michael Golden, he was uh, on G.I. Joe, the Micronauts comic book. Uh, G.I. Joe comic book and Rogue. So, uh, didn't you like the Micronauts, Jeff? Was that you? No, it wasn't me. Oh, okay. Uh, Renee Witt, uh, Witterstatter, she's uh, the artist from She-Hulk, uh, Warlock uh, Chronicles, Guardians of the Galaxy, and Jurassic Park comic books. Uh, the Harp Twins have been uh, announced again. They were here last year. They gave a free concert. They had so much fun. They came back, and apparently they are doing three concerts. One oh, each really? day. Nice. I uh, read the press release, so. Uh, 
Uh, Tate Fletcher, who was on The Mandalorian, and Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle, Breaking Bad, and Westworld. He'll be there. Uh, Michael Zek, uh, from, uh, he's another artist from G.I. Joe. We talked about him last week, I believe. Uh, so, yeah, so there you go. And Rod Wagner uh, from G.I. Joe and Morbius. Uh, not same comic books, but G.I. Joe comic book, Morbius, and Batman comic books. So uh, there you go. There's some new ones there. Uh, and like we announced last week, Emily Swallow from The Mandalorian. So I would think we're going to get some other names coming too soon. Uh, but yes, uh, get your tickets September thir- 11th through 13th. Hobie will be there. We'll be running some things there. And uh, You, you know who else will be there? Who? Number one fan, Doug. He will be there. Uh, you can line up to get uh, his autograph on Saturday morning. At 9 a.m., or I'm sorry, 10 a.m., 10 a.m., at our Hobie booth. Uh, and you know who else is going to be there, Jeff? Intern Hackney. So they say. Oh, he's got tickets already. So Intern Hackney is there, and Scab Jeff will be there. So if you have a, a copy of his book, Zombies, The True Story of the Titanic, he will autograph it for you. Also, just to let you know, that's a good book to read, Jeff, at this time when you're quarantined. You can go on Amazon and get it. You can. So, but there you go. There is your news of the geek. Uh, Jeff, do you want to talk about the box office news? <laughs> I suppose I could. We're not even There going is to... no box office news. Nobody <laughs> went to the movies. Oh, no, they did. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? It's so bad, I'm not even going to give you intro music. Just go ahead and do the top five. Of uh, box office. Well, now I gotta find my outline again. All right, here we go. <clears throat> the top five of the box office uh, of March 13th through the 15th. Number one, Onward, made $10.5 million, a total of 60 and a half on an unknown budget. They're not getting this back. Yeah. They should just. I suppose Disney Plus this right now. Uh, I still believe made nine and a half in its opening weekend on a eleven million dollar budget. Uh, Lunch. Yeah. Uh, oh, real quick, sorry, Je- sorry, Jeff. You know, with Onward, y- you say Disney Plus it. That is an idea, but you know what? The other idea is just like do what uh, the Hunt did. Put twenty bucks out there for Onward and see who buys it, who rents it. That's true. That's true. You can do that because especially family movies are the ones that will make money that way, I think. If I had to choose between Onward and uh, Trolls 2, I'm going with Onward. Because so. they have better Trolls than Onward. Oh, God. Trolls was so bad. What else we got here, Jeff? Uh, number three, Bloodshot made $9.3 million in its opening weekend of a $45 million budget. The Valent or variant? Oh, who's the comic book company? That's Valent. Yeah. Valent. Yeah, they said uh, this pretty much doomed any future Valent uh, comic books, um, comic book yeah. movies. Uh, Unfortunately, this, it's like this can't, you know, with the whole uh, pandemic going on, it's like anything here you can't look at as a trend. No. I mean, fuck. It's only. <laughs> It was only 1.2 million away from number one film of the week. There yeah. you go. Uh, it, yeah, got, it, it got bad made, reviews. It got bad. Almost reviews. made uh, number one. That you're right. But you know what? It, it should get credit that people still want to go see it in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah. There you go. The fact that it made 9.3. Uh, yeah. 
I like your uh, quote on the poster for Bloodshot, Jeff. Almost the number one movie this week. <laughs> <laughs> so close. Uh, uh, what else? Number four, we have The Invisible Man, another six million for a total of forty or sixty-four and a half million on a seven million dollar budget. That's a box office winner. I'm hoping that we get some numbers next or yeah, next week uh, after these movies come out for home streaming on Friday. I'm, I would like to see those numbers if they release those. I'm not sure if they will. And number five, The Hunt made $5.3 million in its opening weekend on a $14 million budget. Yeah. Wanted to see it. Uh, okay. Uh, upcoming, March 20th, 2020. Nothing coming out. <laughs> <laughs> nothing. We are releasing nothing. <laughs> hey, big discount on uh, coffins. Wow. Oh, man. I can't believe I went there. Sorry. Yeah, it's just, I just got chilled going through my place here. Woo, got cold. Did you want to do some buy sell for, <laughs> for sure. the stock, stock of <laughs> famous actors? At this point, this is the only stock you should be selling. Okay, you got KJ Appa at forty dollars and ninety-seven cents. I don't know why he's sell, 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 but he has nothing coming out. So I'm selling the crap out of any stock of his I currently he's have. In, I still believe. Ah, uh, okay. I'm buying. I'm buying KJ Appa just because of his fucking abs. God, he's yeah, you. You want to buy KJ Appa, not stock. You just want him. Yeah. I see nothing wrong with that. Um, and we also have Vin Diesel, whose stock is wow at 197.36. Upcoming, he's got F9, The Fast Saga, Thor, Love and Thunder, Kojak, Riddick 4, Furia, Muscle, Triple X4, Fast and Furious 10, and Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Okay. That is a lot of stuff he has coming out, and at just under $200, he's overpriced. They did say that uh, the whole Guardians Galaxy will be in Thor, Love and Thunder. Yeah, and so it's like, okay, he gets credit for doing, uh, saying, I am Groot three times in the Thor movie. I I don't think that's going to help his stock. (laughs) Uh, Let's see here. Um, I'm going to sell. Yeah, I'm selling at that price. Blake, what about you? Oh, I think we lost him. Oh, yeah, it says Blake went bad on Skype. We'll get him back. We'll get him back. We'll add him here. Um, That is the one one negative. Blake, are you there? I'm back. Okay, good. Uh, Are you buying or selling Vin Diesel? Uh, I'm selling everything. I'm in a, a Hollywood... Uh, pant stock market panic. Mm-hmm. I'm selling everything. Dump, okay. dump, 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 dump. Uh, let's see here. Um, I think that's it, isn't it, Jeff? Just two. That's the two we have on buy sell this week. Okay. Top five. Good news is we don't lose that top five music ever. Right, Jeff? 
that's a good well, huh? No. We 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 lost our original top five music. Oh we did. Yeah. We did. And we were at one time promised a original top five song, but I think I went by the wayside. You know, Dr. Bo- Bednar was supposed to be doing this. I thought Hannah was supposed to be doing it. Oh, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> let's see which one does it first. Yeah. Let's, uh, actually, Heno gave us a mixing board. We'll just go and go with that. He's fine. <laughs> He's fine. Uh, let's see here. Uh, top five this week is TVs, movies, books. You know what? We're going to extend this to activities that you want to do while, you're, while you self-isolate and uh, self-distance or what is it? Social distancing. Yeah. Um, you know, I think anything that you want to do, not just movies, TVs, books, anything you want to really get caught up on or do while you're in self-isolation. Uh, Jeff, what is your number five? Uh, my number five, I'm going to have to just put this on my list because it's coming to uh, Netflix. Mm-hmm. I'll binge watch Community again. That is pretty impressive. It's, uh, did you see it's actually coming to Hulu and uh, Netflix. It was a joint deal. Okay. Oh, and Hulu's getting the the sixth season. I guess. <laughs> okay. Well, that, that was the Yahoo season, and like, I was, I was cautious about how optimistic I was going to be. Although the sixth season is probably you know not that great comparatively speaking, mm-hmm. but uh, it still is part of the thing. So I was happy to find out all six seasons were coming to Netflix. Yeah, they. Um... They said it was announced today that uh, they made a joint streaming deal, which is rare for any TV series. Um, just, just in time. Yeah. So uh, that's your number five. Uh, Blake, what's your number five? Anything? Well, I, I did uh, start the uh, Star Wars. Which one? Like oh, the whole trilogy? I'm, I'm starting them all. Yeah, I started, of course, naturally. I think I'm going to go in the natural progression. Okay. According to me, yeah. <laughs> so we, I started the uh, New Hope, mm-hmm. and then we did the uh, Empire Strikes Back, and then Jedi, and then I think I'm going to force myself to go one, two, and three, and then do Rogue One, and then do Solo, okay, and then do you know what I can and what's the seven and eight and. Possibly. Well, now we can do nine, right? Then I'll have to renew my Disney Plus again after I let it cancel and expire. Uh, you can't let it expire. Bedtime Stories with Adam Sandler. The movie just came on. No, I'm going to let that expire. Wait <laughs> okay. a minute. Wait a minute. I thought they were taking off. They weren't showing you these crappy movies. Which ones? On Disney Plus. I thought, you know, they, they were only going for family friendly stuff, not Adam Sandler crap. Wow. Not everything can be a winner. <laughs> like you said, in I mean, ba- in bad Santa, not everything can be a winner. Dude. Let let Netflix overpay Adam Sandler for a bunch of crap. Why does Disney Plus have to stream his stuff? Or, wait, or hold on, wait a second. After I do Revenge of the Sith, maybe I should do Solo first and then Rogue One. I think that Probably because I think Solo took place before Rogue One. Yes. Yeah. I think that's what I'm going to have to do there. Okay. I'm, I'm saying you should probably just watch them in chronological order by the movies and just start with episode one, The Phantom Menace. Mm, 
I don't know. Are you going I to can't watch do La- that. Are you watching Last Jedi? Yeah, we're going to have to. Oh. Call us over because we could wa- have a viewing party because Jeff, that's me and Jeff's favorite one. Well, you know, I do feel like I'm caught in a bad MST 3K, <laughs> you know, where I'm being forced to watch bad movies and being held within my house. <laughs> It's like live action MST3K. Wait a minute. In the not so distant future. Oh my God. They were talking 2020. <laughs> oh. uh, uh, you know what? Uh, Comet TV on YouTube TV has, um, uh, it, they show a lot of old shows. They have a Mystery Science Theater marathon on every Saturday morning, and I think it's on Thursday nights. And it is amazing. I even got my uh, almost 10 year old son. He is now loving Mystery Science Theater, he is cracking up at it. Um, and so it, they were just so damn good. Um, and it's the Joel ones and the Michael, uh, Mike ones. So, um, I, I was very happy to find that. Uh, I know you can stream a lot on Netflix with them. Um, uh, you but, know, that, uh, just made my honorable list of, uh, going back and watching MST3K. Oh, they're so good. They're so good. Uh, let's see here. My number five is, uh, doing DDP yoga. Um, that is my, I've been wanting to do it for a long time, just with my back issues and just, I've had too many. Okay. 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 What? I'm sorry, but why do you want to do diamond Dallas page yoga? Cause it works. It works. <laughs> That's what they say. And I'm, That's what I, mean, and I was thinking DDP was something else. Thank <laughs> God you, you clarified that that was diamond Dallas page wrestling yoga now i know why you want to do it it's wrestling yoga okay <laughs> it works i thought it was something perverty i mean what's the difference between diamond dallas page yoga and i don't know yoga i don't know jeff i haven't started it yet <laughs> <laughs> i mean i understand not wanting goat yoga because that's just stupid uh actually when i told my uh my son that i was going to start this he goes why don't you do goat yoga dad <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, uh, uh, let's see. Number four for me, number four is, uh, finish up stranger things. Get officially caught up on it. That's my number four. Good okay. Job. I know a couple of things that need to be on your list, whether they're going to be or not. Jessica Jones <laughs> is not on the list, Jeff. Uh, the entire Marvel television, Netflix stuff should be on your list. Eh. <laughs> they're all canceled. I care now. Well, you you only watch something if you know there's going to be another season to it. Maybe. <laughs> You're uh, stupid. Yeah, I know. <laughs> You're a doo-doo Blake, head. Blake, what's your number four? Speaking of Marvel, mm-hmm. you're going to have to post on the website, isn't there a map of how to watch all the Marvel cinematic movies in order? I can't. Yeah, from, I can. From the very beginning all the way to the end, not in the order of releases or the way that but, makes but the, sense. The chronological order. The chronological order of all the Marvel movies, like Captain America, the first Avenger, takes place in World War Two, so that's first, and then you get Captain Marvel is second because it takes place mm-hmm. in the nineties. Uh, like yeah, I just posted it. <laughs> oh, there you there go. You know. So I'm going to have to reference that. And now that you shared it with everybody, uh, there you go. Uh, the helping out for everybody in their top five there. Yes. Is that your number four? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Jeff, what's your number four? Uh, my number four is uh, 
since I'm behind and never actually even done one of them, let alone all of them, I think it would be cool to start playing Assassin's Creed. Great series. Great series. I like the first one. It gets tiresome jumping into wagons of hay, though. <laughs> that sounds fun. I could do that for hours. Uh, so I'll tell you one thing. Uh, when you play the modern version, like you go back and forth between modern times and uh, whatever time you period you're in. Oh, yeah. my God. The modern times are shitty. God, they're awful. I'm like, can I just go back to being an assassin? I don't care about being an emo kid right now. Can I go back? Um, <laughs> that was the thing that annoyed me on it. Uh, Jeff, I, you don't have to go in order to be on, uh, to be honest. Uh, you got the PlayStation four, right? Yeah. I would pick, uh, what I did was pick the time periods that you liked. Um, uh, that's probably what I would do. Yeah. yeah. The pirate, like, the pirate one is fun. Uh, that looks fun. The ancient Greece one is the one that I would be most interested. I in. was looking at that one too. Uh, the pirate one is fun because that's the first one with ships. Um, the Egyptian one I had, and I couldn't finish it um, because I, I just never got a chance to. But the Egyptian one is okay, but it's uh, they add a lot more mystical things to it. So you may like that, like uh, not wizardry, but like some magic into it. Um, be just because of how odd it's an illusion. Yeah, like mythology. Yeah, so because of the mythology of the Egyptians and that, so that was interesting. Uh, that kind of threw me for a curveball. Uh, but e- the Egyptian one was just good, and you get to ride a camel. So, cool. uh, what's your number? Well, here's here's my problem with the uh, Assassin's Creed stuff. I always felt like it was everything was too is everything still too automatic, where you just like you you move your character like jumping up, uh, jumping mm-hmm. is automatic, climbing's automatic. Is everything automatic? So there's like no challenge to doing anything. Well, that's modern video game playing. Oh, I know it's so annoying. It's just <laughs> I mean, a challenge to it. Kids these like, days don't know how to way. how to hit buttons to make them do things. You just do it. Plow. You just plow through everything. <laughs> they don't know how to use one button. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they they've got controllers with twelve buttons on them, and you do less actual action than the one button Atari joystick. Mm-hmm. Fucking Yars Revenge, baby! Yars Revenge kicks ass. I loved Yars Revenge. I still have it. Uh, was that your number four, Jeff? That was my number four. What's your number three? Uh, my number three is whichever sci-fi book series. I'm not sci-fi fantasy book series. My brother recommends. Okay. Okay. Because he reads them all. I don't know which one to do next. So whatever one he recommends, I should. Preferably not one of the real long ones like Wheel of Time, which has like forty books or something. But uh-huh. so. Some- Something, you know, a little smaller, you know, like a trilogy or something. Something that can be wrapped up in three books, not 12. Exactly. <laughs> I um, agree. What was your number three, Blake? Well, I'm going to I'm going to go ahead and take that. I, I, I you know, I have to uh, finish the uh, Gemstone trilogy. Uh, um, the there's the, Dwarden original uh, triple there because uh, R.A. Salvatore is actually going to be the uh, author of the Gen Con. Ah, so you want to read that before you get to Gen Con. Yeah, I at least want to finish that before I get to Gen Con. And then Jim can let me know how the book that I lent him to borrow. <laughs> <laughs> the, the signed... Uh, yeah, the... Uh, the Free copy? <laughs> yeah, pre-editor's copy. Yeah. 
you know, be good, be a good thing to do. Yes. Just like yeah. a run on running backs in the NFL draft. I'll do a run on my book that I want to finish. Uh, I actually just ordered it. Uh, Devil in the Green White Green Eggs and Ham. Yes. <laughs> Devil in the White City. I'm a huge true crime fan uh, or uh, with the books and podcasts, movies, everything, TV shows. Um, Devil in the White City. It's about the serial killer based on a true story. Uh, serial killer uh, during the World's uh, Fair in Chicago. Based on a true You mean it is a true it story? It is a true story, yeah. yeah. Sorry. <laughs> it, it's not a fictionalized version. That's the story of, uh, I forget the guy's name, but pretty much the, isn't it considered America's first serial killer? Or I believe at least so, yes. Where the Got phrase or, it came from. Adam. Uh, so anyway, yeah. For, uh, so I just ordered it uh, today. Um, so that's my number three. Uh, let's see here. Uh, number two, uh, I'm going to finish the, uh, hunters, uh, <laughs> hunters on Amazon. I got stuck at episode six. I need to finish that. That's my goal is to finish it this weekend. Uh, so that's my number two, uh, Blake, what's your number two? Uh, just Dungeons and Dragons. Ah, got a lot of, a lot of, a lot of planning and prepping and stuff to do that I've done. But uh, I want to do so much more, like in regards to other stuff that I haven't completed yet or, or get got started on. But the the other thing that irritates the shit out of me is 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 uh, other than like the books where I can sit down and I can read stuff or the, the manuals and modules is that uh, you know a lot of the stuff that I like to do is in a virtual tabletop, and the virtual tabletop assholes have now been late for three months now on releasing the stable version that people can connect to with each other online <laughs> using their game and i'm like uh what a good time to get this shit done guys do it now so people can do something please you know and then the other thing is is uh you know now that i'm forced to telework you know for the next three weeks mm-hmm. you know and i've been spending so much time in front of a computer you know, from like six thirty to four o'clock. That when it comes to my time, I last thing I want to do is sit in front of a fucking computer for another two or three hours. I agree. I Good agree. point. And that is my hard challenge of why I am delaying some of my D and D stuff. But it's also the reason that I am not doing my PS4 uh, Fallout Three or playing any of the video games because. You know, now Monday through Friday, I'm forced to sit in front of a computer now for 10 hours a day. Last thing I want to do is do it some more on my own time. Uh, shameless plug here. Uh, we're on nerdly.co.uk. Uh, I got tons of tabletop games I want to review and write about. Mm-hmm. And I got yeah. the reviews like in my head, but it's like it's the same thing. I don't want to go back on the computer at, after 430, 5 o'clock. No, it's... It, I, I want to go back to the office so I can uh, fuck around, go to the water cooler. <laughs> All right, Jay. What you what you do instead of writing them on the computer, write them by hand in a notebook, or do a YouTube channel. Yeah, or, or just record them of you talking about them. Yeah, you could do that. Yeah, maybe I could do that and just release them as uh, small little podcast uh, samples on our show. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, uh, there I you just, go. I just bought uh, Terror Below this week. Yeah, I don't know that one. I saw you uh, posting that out there, and yeah. this is one I'm unaware of. Um, it's it was uh, I got it um, uh, at my local gaming shop. Uh, I bought that King of Tokyo. Um, King of Tokyo. Even my wife said it was a lot better than she thought. Um, she really enjoyed that one. 
Um, and my kids have liked that one. And we got for my youngest, my uh, three and a half year old, uh, Spotted, uh, another Spotted version. That's fun. Uh, but no, Terror Below is very uh, 1980s or 80s cheesy, uh, like the uh, Tremors. It's basically that same idea. And you're transferring eggs from these giant tremors, <laughs> like worm creatures. You're transferring them to different locations and getting bonuses for them. Um, but you also have uh, guns and, you know, you have cards that show guns. You have uh, bounties. So if you get more, you get more points if you get different eggs. But then the worms can attack. Um, the only issue I've had is the instructions are not the clearest on how you battle the worms when they do come out and attack you. And the guy at the gaming shop did warn me that was a difficult... He said, I just want to let you know, it's not always clear on the instructions. Um, so I played one game by myself. Just I always do a playthrough before I have you play with my wife and kids and that. Um, just so I at least know what I'm doing. And I'm still going to do one more. But uh, it's very... it's very, It looks fun. Um, it's two to six players. Uh, so that's nice. So next time, Jeff, when we're out of quarantine and do a game night, we can throw that on. So, But uh, yeah, it looks fun. I'm. Uh, I think we're going to play it this weekend. So, uh, Jeff, what's your number uh, two? Uh, my number two. I I decided since we talked about it, I'm gonna. Th- I haven't caught up on all the uh, Netflix Marvel shows, so <laughs> I need to. I'm like I never finished the Punisher, let alone the second season of the Punisher. Or talking about they made a second season of Punisher. I think they did. Wow. Did they? All right. I don't know. I think they made two seasons of Punisher, three seasons of Daredevil. Which I haven't seen the third. Two, two seasons Cage. of Jessica Jones, two Luke Cage, and two uh, Iron, Iron Fist. Fist. Okay. And pretty much the last season of all of them I haven't seen. And the Defenders, one season. I've Yeah, I've seen that one, though. Uh, what's your number one, Jeff? Uh, my number one is uh, I've got a bunch of uh, tabletop games mm-hmm. that do have solo play to them mm-hmm. that it would be fun to if if i can't get other people to play as a group to fly uh, try them solo and see what are good solo games uh what's what's one of them give me one. Oh god i don't know okay, i got a whole mind. bunch of them I've, I've got like a hundred games in my on my shelf and half of them have solo play so i do blame you jeff because of you i've gotten into the tabletop games and don't i appreciate blame me. that i appreciate no that but they can be expensive. <laughs> they they can be. I agree with that. Um, it was it was funny because I got money for my birthday. I talked about this last week for my parents, and I was going by MLB the Show on the PlayStation, and it was kind of the same thing. Like Blake said, I really don't want to be in front of the screen too much. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to go to get a game. I end up coming out of there with three games, <laughs> and I think I'm going to go back this weekend and get uh, one or two more too. Um, there you go, uh, Blake. What's your number one? All right, so you know we've kind of been uh, self distancing, self quarantining since Friday, more or less here. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know the gym closed, so I did sneak off. You know, t- you know before that closed down. But um, of course, you know you're like spraying everything down before you touch it, and then yeah. spraying everything down after you do. But uh, and there wasn't a lot of people there, so that made it even better. But the, you know, so being cooped up and inside you know, it finally wasn't shitty weather outside. And so I'm like, I, I need, I need to get the hell out of here. So I went to uh nature reserve trail. Mm-hmm. That's about uh, three miles from my house here. And I basically walked around the thing four times, <laughs> you know, because it, 
because I at least wanted to get an hour in. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I was sitting there as I was walking around, you know, through the trails and going up and down the, you know, by the river and all that kind of fun stuff. I'm like, you know what? There's a hell of a lot of trails in and around Cincinnati. Yes. You know, I've done a lot of trekking all over the world, but I haven't done a lot of trekking here in my own city. So I actually started looking around. I'm like, yeah, I want to do this. And there's some Cincinnati nature preserves are closed down because of this virus. And now oh, yeah. I'm pissed off. I want to go hiking. Uh, I want to do trails. I want to do trails. I want to go hiking. And this is supposed to be outdoors. And I'm really upset because this is the, I actually thought about this is something I really want to do. Because if I can't do something, I get out and go do something. Uh, Jeff and I, the county we live in, uh, with Je- uh, that Jeff and I live in, uh, their parks are still open. And there's actually one park right next to my subdivision um, that uh, yeah. we've been going through, you, that we're uh, go full, full quarantine. They institute that shit. We're in, I'm in well, trouble because I want to go insane. No, no, I get that. But as of now, like I said, we there's tons of hiking trails. We go, we take the kids in that. Yeah. Um, it's but, awesome. But even at the parks, you got to stay within uh, away six feet away from everybody. Well, that's well, yeah. I mean, your own family is fine or whatnot. But I mean, I, so the the mayor of Cincinnati was giving his press conference talking about the parks and how we want people to be able to go out and enjoy this mm-hmm. and while get air and exercise. But, you know, pretty much saying, you know, but everyone has to stay six feet away from everybody else. And yeah. and I'm like, OK, give me the exceptions, because I can imagine just a family walking through the park <laughs> with like their six foot radius bubble or whatnot saying, mm-hmm. get away. <laughs> and I'm like, but then you go home and lock yourselves in the room together. Yeah. Uh, or a bunker. Uh, or, or a bunker. Even though we were yeah. talking about screen time and getting away, my number one is uh, finishing Red Dead Redemption. <laughs> that should be on my list. Uh, I started playing it the other night again. Um, unfortunately, my first time that I start, I booted it back up. I forgot what button was the shoot button, so I shot a dog, and then the townsfolks chased me, and I got arrested. <laughs> so I went to get I went to do a different button, and I accidentally shot and pulled the gun out and did the quick draw. And there was literally a dog walking in front of me, and I killed it. I was, oh, I was dog one, killer. I was wanted for animal cruelty. <laughs> cruelty. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, that's my number one. I've been wanting to get to, uh, play that for a while. Uh, get back into it. Um, so, uh, the other thing honorable mentions is since I'm getting HBO, I want to watch that um, uh, TV show Succession. Succession. Sorry. Oh yeah, that's getting great reviews. I have yet to see it. That's the that's the other one. So, any honorable mentions for you guys? Uh, no, I mean, probably a couple of the video games that I have started but never got far in, like uh, the Last of Us or the Red Skyrim. Dead Redemption Two. Skyrim. I don't think I ever completed the last quest. Yeah. Well, I did. I finished Skyrim, and I'm still like, oh, man, is there anything? And it's like, oh, there's still things to do, but it's just the, oh, go to this city and pick me up, those things. And it's like, ah. Oh. <laughs> okay. It'll go on forever. It'll go on forever, if, yeah. I need, continue, five... I need you to assassinate this person for me. Okay, but, I mean, you're not – that's I all it is now. The story is done. Yeah. <laughs> strawberry. Uh, just uh, – just to let you guys get a good laugh here, Scott, 
uh, from uh, Pop Culture Podcast, former Canadian of the Year. Um, he tweeted out today uh, the the new human trap, and it's a piece of plywood with a, like a mouse trap contraption with a shovel on it. Oh yeah, and a piece of toilet uh, and a roll of toilet paper in it. <laughs> I believe uh, it. Good old Scott. So, um, anyways, uh, before we get going, let's do titles for the show. Addendums. We're doing it early. Uh, Jeff, did you have any titles? Uh, I didn't have much. Uh, let's see. What did I have? Uh, uh, as soon as I, there we go. I had Blake Goes Mad Max <laughs> and Seclusion Island. That's all I had. <laughs> That's all you had? That's I, all I had. I had uh, a game within a game. Uh, within a game. Alpha's less annoying voice. Uh, you get a check. Uh, Blake Goes Mad Max. Uh, I haven't started it. Uh, the virus can't swim. <laughs> uh, angry Elf and So Close. Any of those? Any? Any? I think uh, we, have, we have to keep something uh, that's uh, in tune with the times. The virus can't swim? Yeah, something like that. Or Blake goes Mad Max. I threatened to go Mad Max. I really didn't go Mad Max. Well, you threatened, but come on. Toilet Close. paper. <laughs> That's right. So which one are we going? Jeff, you pick. Or we just call it toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe people will Use download us just for that. For toilet paper. Use this episode for toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> Done. <laughs> the, yeah, the, the toilet paper alternative. <laughs> the toilet paper alternative. <laughs> Change approved. <laughs> toilet paper for your mind. <laughs> oh. Change approved. Roger says goodbye. Goodbye. Bye.